This is a HeadGum Podcast. Munch Madness 2024 is presented by Factor. Eating better is easy with Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian approved and ready to go in just two minutes. Mitch, you'll have over 35 different options to choose from each week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Wow. Nick, Factor has two-minute meals. Fuel up fast with Factor's restaurant-quality meals that are ready to heat and eat whenever you are. Pancakes, smoothies, and more. Discover a wide variety of easy options for the entire day, like breakfast, midday bites, and more. No prep, no mess meals. Factor meals are ready to heat and eat, so there's no prepping, cooking, or cleanup required. Flexible for your schedule. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals every week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries anytime. Factor is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast, premium options with no cooking required. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. Calculating, calculating. <laughs> you are saving opposed to going out and getting food, right, Wags? That's right. We did the math. We did the math. Head to factormeals.com slash doughboys50 and use code doughboys50 to get 50% off. That's code Doughboys50 at Factormeals.com slash Doughboys50 to get 50% off. Thank you, Factor. Thank you, Factor. The second largest restaurant company in the U.S. is, in all likelihood, a company you've never even heard of. Inspire Brands. Inspire's brands include such iconic chains as Baskin Robbins, Buffalo Wild Wings, Dunkin' Donuts, Jimmy John's, and Sonic. And in the matryoshka doll of modern capitalism... Inspire Brands itself is majority owned by Rourke Capital, a private equity firm groan-inducingly named for an Ayn Rand protagonist, whose holdings include the Cheesecake Factory, Carl's Jr. Hardee's, and Focus Brands, another umbrella company that owns Auntie Anne's, Cinnabon, and Moe's, among others. It speaks to the mind-boggling corporate consolidation in all sectors that one of the dominant forces in American eating is now a faceless, generic-sounding megalith that's only existed since 2018. But the inspiration for Inspire Brands was straightforward the acquisition of the aforementioned Buffalo Wild Wings by the second-largest sandwich chain in America. First opened in Boardman, Ohio in 1964, and named for the initials of its founders, the Raffle Brothers, R.B., the chain stood out among the burger slingers of its era by centering its concept on roast beef sandwiches. It gained popularity nationwide in the 70s and 80s with the introduction of favorites like the beef and cheddar and curly fries, and then, after becoming a well-worn pop culture punchline in the 90s and aughts, referenced on shows like The Simpsons, Seinfeld, and The John Stewart Daily Show, the company savvily leaned into its own gimmick, employing actor Ving Rhames as the voice of its commercials, with self-aware campaigns centered on the slogan, We Have the Meats. And as the progenitor of the second-largest restaurant company in the country, this frequently mocked horsey sauce purveyor is who had the last laugh. This week on Doughboys, we return, once again, to Arby's. Welcome to Doughboys, the podcast about chain restaurants. I'm Nick Weiger, along with my co-host, star of The Tamale War, the Spoon Man, Mike Mitchell. The Tamale War. I That's from Brian, Brian M. in Denver, who writes, love you, Doughboys, and Emma, roastspoonman at gmail.com. Uh, the challenge has been answered. Another Tomorrow War-themed roast for Mr. Slice. 
Wow. I love it. What a what an honor to be made fun of <laughs> by the movie. That's not that bad. The Tamale War. The Tamale War is, I mean, but it seems like it's a war I started, basically. I feel like there's something. There's right. some, if you're thinking about the war, it's something that I, you know, it's a war that began with me, basically. Right. <laughs> or I'm or I'm, I'm, I'm fighting in the war, I guess. I, I like I, I don't know what it is exactly, but. They they prep for the Tamale War every time Mitch steps into uh, El Torito. They're just like, oh boy, man, your battle stations. <laughs> Dear God, uh, Wags, how are you? I, w- I went to uh, Wu Tang's restaurant last night. I went to Majestic wow. Dragon. Yeah, in Ipswich, Massachusetts. Did um, you dine in? We did. I did. Yes, we, d- wow. we dined in. Yeah, only the se- the second time. I think the third time of I've. I've I got lunch at one place and I had dinner with my sister for the first time. I, I talked about it on the podcast, but yes, I dined in. Wu cooked up some amazing food for us. It Hell was, yeah, it was fantastic. Yeah, some General Gao's, some um, some some. Uh, oh, yeah, you went. I forgot that I took you there. No, you didn't take you. Wait, did you take me to his restaurant? I don't. I oh, think I've I, had his food. I don't think you took me to his oh. restaurant. That's right. You just had his food. I didn't take you there. I'd love to go though. Uh, but what I was gonna say is I. <laughs> I <laughs> wait. Wait a minute. The invite has been retracted. I'll see if Wu is down for. I don't know if he wants you there. Honestly, <laughs> don't want to scare customers out the door. Wu and I were fast friends. We text. Yeah. Do you really? I don't like that at all. Uh, sometimes. Um. It was great. It was a good night out with Micus and Scoop and Caroline mm-hmm. and uh and the rest of the rest of the gang. It was a great night. Oh boy. What an insult to the rest of the gang. Getting the Gilligan's Island treatment. <laughs> Ramondi's just stewing. We ha- we we had some Mai Tai. Wu makes he makes a good Mai Tai. It's a it's a lethal look, I'm feeling it a little bit today. I shouldn't wow. admit that, that he but he makes he makes some uh he makes good Mai Tais. Wasn't it his Mai Tais that he brought on stage in Boston? It, That's it right. certainly was. They That's they can no- they'll knock your they'll knock your socks off. So yeah. Potent concoction. There's, there's no shame, Mitch. We're, we're oddly recording on a Saturday. There's no shame in being yep. hungover on a Saturday. All right. Um, uh, there's no or shame. Or any day, really. It's yeah, fine. That's what, was, that's what I was going to say. For you, it's most days. Um, I don't wear socks because they because those Mai Tais will knock your socks off, Nick. That's what <laughs> I was going to say. <laughs> oh, I like Jesus that. Jesus Christ. Look, that we have a good great. guest today, and I'm 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 already just embarrassed that I'm even talking the way I'm talking in front of our guest. I got to play the drop, and we're gonna get to the guest, yeah. who's way more fascinating than we are. I mean, let's let, all right. Here's the drop. Let's play the stupid drop first. When we were in Italy, a donkey bit Chankton's wife. Wow. Angelica, the donkey bit her. <laughs> I don't know who these people are. <laughs> <laughs> Not Angelica. Yeah. 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 Yeah is right. There it goes. There's a drop. Our guest has logged off. <laughs> Speaking of people uh, who are often hung over, do you think Chankton remembers the donkey biting his wife? Because every time I've met Chankton, he's been a... Uh, Having a little bit of the sauce. I think I think Chankton bit the donkey back. <laughs> <laughs> Power after move. it bit 
after a bit Angelica. Um, yeah, that's how you assert dominance in the animal kingdom. By the way, this is the drop we accidentally played last week for people who were wondering. Uh, dearest Doughboys, please enjoy a little chill wave ballad about when a donkey Kong question mark bit Shankton's wife in Italy. Much love, Kim. P.S. I am very happy no one died during the Doathon. It was a real hoot, and I am so glad you raised that much money for restaurant workers. Oh, that's very nice. Oh, what, uh, a, what a nice, what a nice little message there. A very nice message, Wags. Forget all that bullshit. Let's introduce our guest. Already wasted too much of his time. It's insane. Yeah, if you just want to put in the episode notes, Emma, that uh, people can start listening at four minutes and 30 seconds. <laughs> you got it. You got it. I'll probably say 420 just because it's be- it sounds better. Hell yeah. Wags, um, our guest our- coming up made me look good in Tomorrow War, which is, a, which is a, it's an impossible task, making me look good. It's and I look and Wags, you've seen it. I look damn good. You look fantastic. <laughs> the movie looks fantastic, and we're thrilled to have our guest, a cinematographer whose many credits include 300, Lost, Batman v Superman, Dawn of Justice, and Kong Skull Island, as well as The Tomorrow War, streaming July 2nd on Amazon Prime. Larry Fong is here. Hi, Larry. Wow. Hey. What's up? Hey. Thank you for being here. We're very excited Thanks to so have much. you. Yeah. Happy to be here. Yeah, we, we it, it, look. The show is stupid. We talk. We talk about <laughs> stupid stuff up top. I was gonna text Weiger and say maybe we should just introduce him and then record all this stuff beforehand. But yeah. I think it's like a part of the thing that like people who listen to the show like to hear me be tortured for five minutes when I'm thinking about <laughs> our guests sitting there, <laughs> finding out how much man of a with- dipshit this guy is. The guy who was just kind of mostly friendly on set, saying like "hi," and then uh, and then you hear me talking for five continuous minutes and you're like oh he's an idiot right. <laughs> <laughs> i'm sure you picked up on that on set too most likely that i'm an idiot but uh we're very we're very happy to have you um and you're very, and a, a busy man as well so go ahead nick uh, i was gonna say uh, thank you so much for carving out time for us you are currently in atlanta hot atlanta i call it yes yeah i'm back again that's where we shot tomorrow War. That's right. That's right. And as I was going to ask, because, it, it, you know, more and more production going to Atlanta, are you spending a lot of time down there? Um, well, there's probably eight movies going on right now. Wow. You know, um, it's just the way it is. You know, there's different cities at different points in time become the place to shoot. Um, mm-hmm. But this is one of the better ones that's happened in the last few decades. So I'm not really complaining. I like it here. Wow. Yeah, it's, 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 a, it's a fun, a good food city. It's yes. So good. I was yeah. so surprised when I got here. I had no idea. It was crazy. Yep. Me and me and Mary Lynn and and um and Sam Richardson and Samantha and and um who else? Who am I? Jen Angelo. We all we all would. It was great. And to the, just rest. Go out. And, no, and I, the rest. And the rest. I wasn't invited to any of those. <laughs> we would have. Honestly, it's that sort of thing. Of I I I wish we did. We should have invited you. I I feel like uh yeah, I feel like if I if I went up and was like, would you like to go get. Oh no! If I went up, there's there's a fear in, there is a fear in a, in a guy like me. If I went up to you and was like, "Would you like to come get dinner with me?" You'd be like, "What the? What are you doing? Get out of my like a like a like a who is this fool? I have things to do." Because you're always you're, uh, like uh, yes. People, when when actors are done, they th- they just leave and they they it's easy and they walk away. And for you, you got to think about stuff. You're doing stuff the next day. Uh, is you're you're always way more busy than 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 we are. So yeah, what, what about actor prepares? You aren't all night. Like, 
doing oh, your God, no. work, <laughs> preparing your instrument. You're just drinking and eating wings. <laughs> Not at all. And it and it and it shows in the movie. You'll see. There's most days between between scenes. You'll notice that buffalo wing sauce just kind of appears and disappears between. <laughs> even in even in a single take, it will happen. That's not true. You're you're great, and you have some of the best uh, memorable scenes. Like even in the trailer, right? There's a shot of uh, one of the most intense moments. That, there, there is that 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 one that got that trailer got taken out, but I think it's going to be in the next one. They told me so. But that was that I, I loved. I I know I don't know I don't know how much we can talk about it, but I love that yes. scene that you're talking about that that happens so there. So yeah, good. yeah. The movie turned out great. I really, I really enjoyed it. I mean, like, I, I've, I've seen it, and yeah, was, gi- was given a very strict NDA. So I was like, I, I, I think I can just say that I liked it, and I don't know if I can say anything beyond that. And I might not even be able to say I liked it. I don't know if I'm gonna get in trouble for that. <laughs> but it, but it's great. It's so fun, and it looks great. And I, I want, I want to ask because Mitch touched on something. Uh, the director of photography for people who are maybe you know, less uh, uh, aware of, of production is like one of the busier people on set and has the longest days. Like, how do you find time to eat when you're, when you're there? Like, a, a you know, a, a shooting, like a shooting a huge movie on a 12 hour schedule. What I mean, like before and after or just in general, like where, like how during the day when he, how do you grab snacks? Oh, I, on the shoot day. Um, well, yeah. Uh, well, it's funny because in COVID, like they don't even take breaks now, right? They deliver you. Oh yeah, right. The pre-made lunch yeah. in a little plastic container, like the go container that's cold invariably, and the salad that's <laughs> pre-packed that you could have just picked up at Starbucks or whatever. I'm not complaining really about that because I'm not super picky, but but the thing right. is that you don't, they don't you don't have time you don't have time to eat because they say, uh, you know, we're going straight through. So when you get a chance, you eat, and then you take your food out and they go, "Excuse me, you can't eat in the stage." Yeah. Oh wow. Uh, uh, oh. Okay. <laughs> and can I go out? <laughs> no. Ah. Great. Okay. Well, I guess I'm not eating for 13 <laughs> hours or whatever. That's. <laughs> but there are ways around that, that, it. I mean, it's, it's not just me. That other people have it worse. You know, like the uh, the camera operator, the camera crew that can't leave at all because you know other people can kind of sneak off during a take or something. Right. They have much worse. The AD department way worse than me. So I'm not going to complain. Well, no, you, you, you always busy. I mean, especially on this, on on the Tomorrow War specifically, there were just times where we would like basically try to work through. We were eating lunch like on a city, like you know, a street in Atlanta. You would just kind of like got your sandwich brought to you a couple times during like uh, during the shoot. So it it, it is crazy, just like uh, when, yeah. when when you when you have a location like that where you're like, where is even the 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 base is like two miles away or whatever, and sometimes you yeah. just got to eat right there in the street. So, um. Larry, there's a lot of things we want to talk about. I think first, Nick and I, we, we were going through your IMDb, and oh yeah, you you got some you got you got some amazing credits. I said I said this to my friends last night. I said it was like you were you were you were on set for some '90s videos that are legendary. Some of some of the biggest videos oh. from the '90s. Um, and, uh, not just on set, like you, you shot them, right? Like you shot yes. Van Halen's right now and REM's losing my religion. Is that correct? Losing my religion. That's like, yeah. I was saying, I was saying to my friends last Iconic night, like knowing someone, this is a bad comparison, but I said, it's like so, knowing someone who knew Ren and Stimpy is what I said. It's knowing <laughs> someone who is on. <laughs> That's a horrible comparison. <laughs> <laughs> That's so bad. 
It's like the no, person if who someone knew cartoon characters. <laughs> that's what it's like. Someone who was on set for losing my religion. It's, it's like uh, that's it's the, one of the biggest videos of all time. It's crazy to it, me. It's it's like being Homer's barber. It's like meeting Michael Stipe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do do you have I, any? I that, that that was the heyday of music videos. That was the '90s, right? It was just when yeah everyone was doing music videos. People actually watched MTV, and um, it was great because for young people trying to get a start, that were had you know the appearance of some rebel upcoming upstart filmmakers. You could get you could fool people into giving you money to make these short films in a way, right? So right, yeah. you could be fresh out of film school, which we all were, and do these videos and the label and companies, they didn't know what they're even doing. So they go, you guys just go crazy. We don't understand. Sure, whatever. Here's some money. And was, was, that, was it a thing where it was like, were, were, were those film sets like luxurious where there's a lot of food, like a lot of catering, or were they kind of like, in the 90s way, or was there nothing at all? You know, was it a sort of thing where it was like a very stripped down and you guys were just doing your own thing? Like, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, it's usually very stripped gun. down. There's not a lot of, I mean, it's non union and very like 24 hour days. And wow. not a lot of food. Oh, wow. it was almost like student film. I expected sometimes someone's mom to bring the, the Stouffer's, you know, frozen lasagna <laughs> thing and put it on the table with garlic bread. Sometimes it was like that. Sometimes like it was like that. I mean, there were the big music videos. I mean, there were Madonna music videos and stuff, which I never did, which were a little fancier. Um, mm-hmm. But no, we had to make do with very little equipment, little time, and you know, make it up as we go. And so, with losing my religion, was it a thing of like, uh, basically, do they play the, do they play the song along while you're shooting it, or is it just kind of si- is 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 Michael Stipe just doing his thing in silence, or is he playing a song for you? You have the actual track, and then they they play it. You know, it goes beep, 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 jam, 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 right? So, so they know when to start lip syncing. So <laughs> right, you, you hear the sound a thousand times in one day, and then by the end, you're just totally sick of it. But oh, um, man, all right, but it is lip syncing because I mean they can't really do it. Live. Yeah. yeah. Although there are there are exceptions. Do you so any of those those uh, music videos you worked on are? Do you have like a like? What is your connection to those to hearing those songs today? No, you, you can be, I mean, it's surreal. I remember like being in in Prague and I took a trip in the countryside and being in a taxi cab all by myself. And, you know, when you're in that situation, just think about your life and if it's successful or not. <laughs> what am I doing? <laughs> and all of a sudden, losing my religion came in on, in on the taxi, right? In the middle of nowhere. And then I had this whole weird, cathartic, freaky experience that um, I can't remember if it was good or bad. But it is weird. I mean, I didn't write the song or anything, but right. It's just you do get kind of a weird. I was in a meeting last night with the director, and it came on the radio, and he was singing it. <laughs> I didn't know whether to act like a, you know, and I was yeah, saying, you know, I shot that. So of course I did. <laughs> <laughs> but but the fun, the cool thing. Have you seen the sound exploder? Have you seen the show or the listen to the podcast? I know the podcast. I haven't heard the episode yeah. for this one. Yeah, it's also on Netflix. They have video versions and 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 oh wow, you know it's fascinating how these things come about. And they have one on losing my religion. They talk about the shoot, how the song came to be, and it's true. We shot, we started shooting that video, and it it wasn't going well. And the director realized it wasn't working, so he he left and went to the bathroom to throw up. 
Because <laughs> he, oh he, he, wow. he knew he was big time. And he come out, we have a big meeting, and he goes, you know, this isn't working. Let's try something else. Hey, Larry, just just so you know, if you see Nick and I leaving during this, that's what we're going to do, too. We're going to throw up because <laughs> the pod is... Because we're letting you down so bad. <laughs> no, this is bad. I love, I love podcasts, and I love comedy, and I love you guys. Oh wow, that's that's wow. Too, that's too kind. Also, you you did you did you you shot Mr. Big to be with you and uh, and uh, and Van, Van Halen right now. You did a couple of legendary uh, of music videos. So yeah, I'm more proud of like uh, Iggy an Iggy Pop video I did, which was called Beside You. Oh that, yes. Oh that, okay. Yes. Mark Romantic directed, and then also uh, Soundgarden fell on Black Days. That oh Jake's yeah, that one's awesome. And that thing was actually live. I think that that was a special track that just for that, that was made for that video or something like that. Wow. Who who shot who shot the Iggy Pop video? Did you say Mark Romantic directed it? Oh, an Ithaca alum, Wags. That's I went to school at Ithaca College. Uh, Romantic is an Ithaca famous Ithaca alum. Yeah. Um, and now me as well. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, Larry, um, I got to talk about something else because you and I have something in common here. What magic? You love magic, wow. and and I and I watched uh, Army of the Dead, and there is a billboard with you on it that in Vegas you're you are like the featured magician in, at a casino in Vegas in this apocalypse. That I hope that you I hope whatever your character, whatever happened to your character, I hope they got out alive. I hope they 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 fooled the zombies and got out of there. But uh, I, I, have you been to the? I mean, of course, you've been to the Magic Castle. But let's hear about magic. I want to hear about your your love of magic. And also oh, I yeah. hear that you'll sometimes you'll do tricks on set and I and I got to tell you I never saw one which 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 mm. uh which makes me so sad. I I I I'm Ooh. a big magic fan. Uh our good friend Eva Anderson she's brought Nick, she's brought you to the Magic Castle as well, right? Or did you pass? No, I've never been. She given okay. me many invites. <laughs> many many times she's asked me to Dear God. accompany her very generously. <laughs> Jesus. Some <laughs> people don't like magic. You know, a lot of people frustrates them and angers them. I, I think magic is cool. I'm I'm magic less uh, cool. I'm just more I more just have like anxiety about going out, which I'm uh, trying to, to yeah, get past on the, the issue. on the other side of this. But I but I yeah, tell us about magic. What is your fascination with magic and do you have any oh, favorites oh. in terms of of magicians or 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 tricks or acts or anything? Um well I think you know I was a nerdy kid, so I hung out in the library a lot and I I I learned a lot of things in the library, but one thing was when I discovered the magic book section, I was like, what? How is this possible? And that started off way back when you're a kid where you're like, you, you know, you pull your thumb off or something. Yes. Wow. And then, Larry just I mean, did it on camera. <laughs> and also, and I gotta say, like, like your uncle does. Or makes a quarter yeah. of years, all that stupid stuff. But then, Larry, I, I gotta say that I was honestly that did look cool as hell. I, it that did look did really, really cool. Work it looks oh. good. You do, you do, you do it very well. <laughs> wow, Larry is wow. now bending his pinky. Oh my god! Into an oh. impossible arc, and then just twisted it. <laughs> that is like insane. he broke it in half. That's I. That's incredible. I. I, I truly. Like a really harrowing illusion. <laughs> I hope oh. he didn't actually break his his finger to impress us. <laughs> um, where was I? Oh yes, magic. So every nerdy kid has a little magic set he gets and uh, whatnot. And so the interest came and went. But I think uh, mm -hmm. 
I think after I graduated from college, I had more free time. And when I started working, I had the, you know, the time and wherewithal to buy some cool magic books. And then there was a magic store in Hollywood called Hollywood Magic. And then all the cool magicians hang out there. And that's where you get the cool books and stuff and you learn things. So I became more friends with more and more magicians to the point where now I have more magic friends than any other friends. Wow. It's not saying a lot, I guess. <laughs> Since I don't get invited out by actors and directors, you know, oh, no. friends oh, will ask boy. me out to eat all the time. Larry, I next time, I, 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 anytime I see, and, and you know what, I'll take, we'll take you out in LA, Nick and I. It will not be oh, a fun night for you, but you, you no. should come and join us. <laughs> I'd be happy. I also, I like you're saying that you were a nerd and you spent a lot of time in in libraries, and I was a nerd Shocking. and I didn't, sp- and I didn't spend time in libraries, which is like I should have. I was a nerd. I should have just gone into the <laughs> library, and now I'm a dumb nerd. The the worst yeah. combo of all, the dumb nerd. Well, you probably have friends uh, you're eating with, and I had none, so I would just hang out in the library. <laughs> <laughs> this is in this is in ATL. No oh my friends. god, I didn't realize. <laughs> <laughs> So, 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 Larry, you, you've you've been to the Magic Castle. You've been you've been to the Magic Castle, of course. Wow. I'm a of member. Course. Hard to remember for twenty years. Wow, twenty year member. That's 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 impressive. And I, every time I've been there, I love it. Are you excited to get back in there once uh, they're 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 reopening? Are you are you are you looking forward to get getting back in there? I am. I think it's a little too soon now, as far as the proximity. Yeah. It's always like sardines, right. so I think yeah. Right now, you're required to have a grocery bag over your head and tied shut. <laughs> no, they're doing some kind of it's opening now, but you know, yep. I'm going to, you know, error on the side of caution is me. So right. Yeah, not right away. Although I do. Yeah. Cause that's where you hang out and see your magic friends and stuff. Yeah. Also, you know, people were funny about it. Cause like the first time I went, they were like, the food is just so-so, and I went. I had a great meal at the Magic Castle. I thought the food was 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 absolutely. pretty good. I had a, in the last I had ten steak. years or more, yeah, it's absolutely a higher level. No one yeah. believes me, and they also have bar food, which before there was none, so you would just starve if you weren't there yeah. for dinner. So it's got it all figured out. They a lot of stuff, you know. Since uh, Neil Patrick Harris was the president, you know, six, seven, eight, nine years ago, yeah, I think around that time things started to turn around, and there's more tension and. Uh, because it was kind of underground for a while, so they didn't have a lot of income. Yeah. Came close to going out of business a lot, and was a little divey. So it's now, yeah. well, it's cool. It's written from the ashes. More crowded, but more respected, and more you know people want to go. Not as creepy. Yeah. Creepy element is less than before. Yeah, right. Which I do. You do like that creepy element because it does feel like a crazy old haunted castle in many ways, and it's it's cool as hell. I was referring to the magicians in it. <laughs> oh, oh, kidding. Oh, yeah. Kidding. Different sort kidding. of thing. Women listening here. If any women listening, I'm sure they've never been hit on by a drunk magician there. <laughs> yes, there is definitely NPH has definitely has cleaned house a little bit. I feel like yeah. it is. It does feel like it feels like a like a like a, a tourist spot now. Which yeah, when I first moved to LA, it wasn't even really I, like I knew of it, but it wasn't a thing of like oh I should go there. It took me a good five to six years to go there. So yeah, and by and by the way, some context for people who aren't in LA and maybe aren't familiar, the Magic Castle is like it's it's basically like kind of a private club in a in a mansion like setting. Uh, tell me if I'm characterizing this accurately, and mm-hmm. then you can just. Like there will be like stage magicians, but there'll also be like more intimate things where you can just like sit down at a bar and someone will just do card tricks in front of you. And it's just like eight yeah. people watching yes. one extraordinarily esteemed magician. Yes. Your first, 
the first half of your description sounded like Nexium or whatever. It sounded like a very strange. <laughs> it's very simple. <laughs> you, you just commit yourself to this ideology. The weird thing is the dress code. No one believes this, right? But you tell your friends, you know, yeah, you wear a suit and tie. Women, have, you know, and no one ever mm-hmm. believes you because you have your hipster friends go, no, I'm going to go in there. My bolo tie and my Kangol hat. I'll get in. I know everyone. I'm a promoter or something, right? Out. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you know who I am? I mean, every day, you know. The the thing is, it's cool because it's the only, you don't dress up in LA, right? So it makes you do that. And for that reason, it's kind of cool. Although, yeah, I do like that. Yeah. Uncomfortable. Yeah, for sure. Cool. I also, I I, gotta go. You do gotta go. Wags, no Kangle hat. I I can't wear your Kangle hat. (laughs) Tom Hardy. None of it. Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy. Am I trying to say Ed Hardy? Why Tom Hardy's got a different clothing line. Yeah. Totally yeah. Uh, uh, wait, so as a Magic fan, it, it, we were, we're talking your credits. One we didn't mention is Now You See Me. You were director of photography on that. Must have been a dr- That must have been a dream, right? Yeah, kind of. I'll just say this. Like, sometimes you think, you know, you have the dream project. You were meant to do it. Yeah. So let's say, let's say you like something like golf, or let's say just junk food. Let's say you like fast mm-hmm. food, and then you got a script that was about fast food. Then you you would probably think, I was born to be the lead in this movie. Mm-hmm. Might not be true. Yeah, mm, I, I right. think we've experienced that with this podcast. It, it, we've yeah. gotten the, <laughs> we have the this podcast is a bit of a monkey's paw where we're like, oh no, we eat fast food every week. I can like sometimes like just on a like a you know like yeah. a typical whatever like a some on a on a Wednesday I'll be like hey my heart is like be- I can feel my heart beating slow <laughs> like I like there's things like that where we're like we shouldn't this is a bad we we made a mistake yes. we shouldn't have we shouldn't have done this podcast so I could see that especially filming you know the same magic scenes over and over again I I guess could probably it's like you were saying with the music videos or something. It, it takes the magic out of it uh, in many ways. But yeah, well, um, I have an idea for you. Like you, how long you've been doing this podcast? We've been doing it for about Jesus six Christ. years now. Well, yeah, why fuck. couldn't you say this is Vegan Week? You know what? It's funny you say that because yes. my co-host down here, whoop, down here, that's right. He all Mitch this is pointing this to enti- me on the on the grid. This this <laughs> entire this entire year. Uh, that's a big Brady, uh, Brady, uh, Brady Bunch grid. We have everyone here. You song is in one of the squares. Yeah, uh, Drop King is here. They just don't talk the entire time. But Nick, you oh. song doesn't know he's being filmed. <laughs> Nick has chosen this entire year, yes, to go vegetarian. He does. He's not eating. No meat shall that's he right. eat. No meat shall I eat. That that's a that's been kind of my the the late season twist for this this podcast but that was partly mm-hmm. an initiative just for my own health um and it's been interesting we'll we'll talk about that in a second but like do you have uh, l- let me ask you generally Larry do you have any food preferences in terms of favorites or aversions things you love and things you hate um no i pretty much like all cuisines i'm not a picky eater wow. although no as a child i was hugely picky i, I have a reputation still among relatives you know i'll see them at reunions, and they say, "Do you still just eat white bread and hot dogs?" Like, what? <laughs> that I did? You still eat fish? Don't know the difference between beef and chicken? Like, Stop. 
Now I don't even think I've eaten so. I mean, I probably shouldn't even say the things I've eaten or tried because it's. I think it's with travel, though, right? When you see the world, yeah, that's mm-hmm. what opens your eyes. Not just food, but people, philosophy, everything, and that makes you a more rounded person. But, um, but as an Asian person, we joke about like, there's no way I would ever be a vegetarian or a vegan. But there's no reason why a meat eater can't be vegetarian or vegan friendly. I think that when you meat, you're also eating vegetables, right? Like let's say you steak and right. potatoes. The potatoes are vegetable people. So maybe mm. the next day you have a smaller piece of steak. Maybe one day you're yeah. not just a potato. Is that crazy? I was in Ireland recently. I was trying to explain this because they're making fun of all the vegans and vegetarians in the U.S. or whatever. And I said, you eat meat and you eat vegetables. You eat vegetables sometimes. Think about it. I was trying to do this thing. He goes, no, I don't eat vegetables. I go, yes, you do because next to the meat is the peas or carrots or potatoes salad. He goes, no, I don't. I said, what do you mean you don't? He goes, I don't eat that. I eat only the steak. Dear God. I've never eaten a vegetable. It's like a Jordan Peterson diet. Okay, never. so much for my analogy. You win. That's insane. <laughs> no, but anyway, I did that for pretty much. When I was in Atlanta last year, I um, mm-hmm. kept meat way down just as an experiment because there's so many vegans on the set. And my doctor freaked out because my numbers, the best it's, they've been in decades. And I'm like, oh, wow. I can't really argue with that. And I still wasn't exercising a ton because I was too busy. I went to yoga right. on weekends, but I didn't yeah. gym it up or anything. And I lost 15 pounds. That's that's that's, that, that's that's just the, the change of diet can slight, do that. But Weiger slight change. I still well, eat meat. I just ate less of it. Yeah. Well, Weiger's Weiger's been vegetarian all year, and I got to say, Wags, you got your tank ass is as big as ever. You've, you're 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 <laughs> you're looking you're looking you're 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 looking. Uh, I guess the best way I could sum it up is uh, uh, dumpy as hell. So uh, what's what's going on what's going on over there, Wags? What's the deal? Look, I'll just I'll take the compliment. Thank you, Mitch. <laughs> What's a tank ass? Uh, <laughs> I've never heard of tank oh, boy. ass before. <laughs> oh, we'll, we'll have Wiger turn around for you. You'll understand it in just a second. <laughs> <laughs> we'll take a break. We'll be back with more dope. We'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> Today's episode is sponsored by Lucy. Lucy is made for your nicotine routine and delivered straight to your door. It's 100% pure nicotine and always tobacco-free. Plus, Lucy has options. Choose your form. Pouches, breakers, or gum. Then choose your strength. 2 milligrams, 12 milligrams. Then choose your flavor. Mint, apple, ice, espresso, mango, and more. Save yourself from the weekly gas station stop and sign up for a monthly subscription to save 15% off. There's no commitment. You can cancel anytime. Lucy breakers are what sets Lucy apart. Breakers are nicotine pouches, but with a tiny capsule inside. The capsule contains liquid flavor that saturates the pouch before it's even in use. Pop the breaker in your mouth, break it with your teeth, get it situated, and boom! Instant nicotine release when you need it. Now, Mitch, you and I are often texting with our good friend Raimondi. Mm-hmm. Raimondi was telling us that he has a favorite Lucy flavor. It is mango. That's He's right. crazy for mango. He's crazy for mango. You know what? If you ask him who his favorite SNL character was and his favorite Lucy flavor, it's the same answer. And hey, one fan says the berry citrus is juicy as heck. So much flavor being tossed around. It's like an orgasm in my mouth. Thank you, Lucy. You so juicy. Damn. Let's level up your nicotine routine with Lucy. Go to lucy.co slash doughboys and use promo code doughboys to get 20% off your first order. Lucy offers free shipping and has a 30-day refund policy if you change your mind. 
That's lucy.co and use code DOUGHBOYS to get 20% off and always free shipping. And here comes the fine print. Lucy products are only for adults of legal age and every order is age verified. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Mitch, my friend, you ever walk in a store and have no idea what wine to get? Yeah, every time. Me too. And I love wine. That's why I love our next sponsor, Naked Wines. Wow. Naked Wines is a subscription service that seamlessly connects you to the finest independent winemakers on the planet, so you get a box of the market's best quality wines however often you'd like for a fraction of the price you'd normally pay in stores. Wow. How do they do it? Naked Wines connects winemakers and wine drinkers directly, allowing for vineyard-to-your-door delivery at up to 60% off what you would pay in-store. By cutting out the traditional retail middlemen costs and markups, winemakers can pass those savings on to you without skimping on quality. As a result, you'll get exclusive access to hundreds of top-quality award-winning wines at huge savings, making Naked Wines perfect for any type of wine drinker. Hey, you know what I love about Naked Wines? What's that, Wags? They have a lot of my favorite varietals. In fact, my favorite wine Naked Wine sent me was the Cabernet Sauvignon. The wine is so good, and it's such a good deal. Wow, Wags. You know, it's not a, a huge wine, wine drinker. They sent me a few different wines, and it was fun for me to taste different types of wines and types. And you know what? It's helping me to learn. You might all of a sudden be like, hey, I like a Chenin Blanc. I didn't know I was going to like that. Wags, I'm learning. That's that's huge for you. Naked Wines has been around for over 10 years and funds over 90 independent winemakers. With no commitments or membership fees, you can enjoy Naked Wines hassle-free. Wow. And the best part, every bottle is a passion project from an independent winemaker. So we're literally making an independent winemaker's dream come true. So head to nakedwines.com slash doughboys and click enter voucher in the top right when you get to the website and put in doughboys for both the code and password to get six bottles of wine for just $39.99 with shipping included. That's $100 off and less than $7 per bottle. That's nakedwines.com slash doughboys and use the code and password doughboys and grab six bottles for just $39.99. One last time, that's nakedwines.com slash doughboys, code and password doughboys for $100 off your first six bottles. Easy peasy. Welcome back to Doughboys. We're discussing Arby's this week with our guest, Larry Fong. Now, Larry, you've been on a lot of film sets, a lot of TV sets. Uh, you shot Lost, which changed the way pilots were made, basically. And The I, pilot I, I, for Lost, one of the greatest pilots of all one time. Of, one of the greatest Thank pilots you. of all time. And um and and you've worked on Zack Snyder movies. Nick and I are big fans. We 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 uh very much. We so. love we love Batman versus Superman. I told you a specific scene I liked, and you said you wanted to hug me at one point on the oh, movie yeah. if you remember that. <laughs> and um, but but of all these of all these amazing movies that you've worked on, what has been the best food? What is the best mm. food you ate? Was it Lost? Was it Batman versus Superman? Was it the Tomorrow War? Was there any specific? Uh, like place that you remember having just amazing food and, and lost. It was lost shot in Hawaii. Yes, it was. Okay. So there was something, it was interesting because there were some interesting Hawaii uh, touches because yeah. maybe not mm-hmm. catering, but crafty because on the crafty truck, they'd have very Hawaiian like things that you wouldn't get otherwise. And only if you knew about it, would you go there instead of catering? It's kind of a secret. Yeah. That's a lot of <laughs> As usual, production found out about it. He goes, what? You're spending like $5 more a day? How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> the crew happy? <laughs> wow. so, so, but, you know, the big movies, there are catering companies that are well-known. And if you mm-hmm. can get them, 
they're fantastic. We had a great one on Tomorrow Warp. However, you, you know it was right. We're, we didn't really take a lunch break, did we? On Tomorrow, we, it, would, it would it it would yeah it would depend. Some days some days we would a hundred percent, and then like if we were on on the stage we would, and then sometimes if we were just in the street it would be kind of like eat when you can yeah. sort of deal. Yeah, but that guy was um is, is one of the better ones, and um, yeah. Sometimes yeah, the you know, some, there can be spreads. For, it's going to be you're going to feel bad for some people out there listening. Think like you guys get fed. Like we talked about this the other day. Isn't it weird that you have to eat? Like you're this organism. If you were just a machine, producer would be so much happier because right. you have to feed them <laughs> breakfast. These lazy asses, and then lunch, and then have food all the time at catering. And the lunches has you know ten courses. So much money, right? And if, if they mm. go over six hours after lunch, they have to give them more food, maybe pizza. Like yep. all we're just like these eating all the time, right? It's kind of makes yeah. me bad. It's kind of gross. And it wastes all this time. But um <laughs> but but you do get free food. And then so at lunch, it's off a truck, but it's like it's any high-end restaurant food type of food, right? I mean, yeah, choice of salads, choice of three main things, all the sides. Special things, four desserts, you know, in the morning, omelet stations, smoothie stations. It's it's crazy. Yeah. yeah. The setups are crazy. I, I think people like uh, they basically unpack a full restaurant there under a tent and you can get anything you really want. It's yeah. it's it's yeah. wild. It's all cooked yeah. by that little truck. But but like you were saying, it it's it, it depends on the scope of the production because if you're on like a smaller indie thing, you know, you might be kind of you might even be fending for yourself at times, or yeah. just you know you're you're making do with something. But but if on a big production, it's like it can be really opulent, and it's like but that's good because they're spending all this money on this thing. Some of that should go to crew and cast comfort because they are the labor who are making this product. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, like that's that's a good place to spend money. Well, it's funny too because if the food yeah. is bad, people are mad. <laughs> like it is like yeah. a, yeah. like a people it, it, get it affects cranky. morale. <laughs> How dare you? It, it affects morale. <laughs> but also, like in you know, like I would say yes, it's it's a it's a luxury. But also, I feel like you are captive when you're in that situation. Like you were saying, Larry, sometimes you're just working straight through breaks. You certainly mm-hmm. can't leave and go off site and get a meal. So you kind of are beholden to whatever they're going to provide for you. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I think it also just sort of like, you know, all jobs should be that Well, if you have like an office wow. job or a restaurant job, why? Yeah, you should get free food. That should be part of your compensation. You're there working. Mm. You know, I don't know. I mean, it's it's I, I guess I'm I'm getting on a broader labor rights rant. But like I, I it, because the film because film and TV is thankfully mostly unionized still, um, it, it people are able to organize for those sorts of of benefits. Uh, anyway, all that aside, let's talk Arby's. <laughs> so, <laughs> so Arby's first opened in 1964 in Boardman, Ohio. Wow. Arby's uh, is so the name Arby's. The etymology is it's the initials R B for Raffle Brothers, who were the founders. So Arby's mm. are the Raffle Brothers. There are over 3,400 locations worldwide, and it is considered America's second largest sandwich chain after Subway. If you want to call it a sandwich chain, although Arby's is kind of Arby's. It's its own thing. Um, Larry, uh, uh, I'm curious, do you have any history with Arby's? Have you had Arby's prior to this episode? Well, first of all, you said it stood for Arby. I thought was gonna, you were going to say roast beef. That's what a lot of people think, but it uh, but it is Raffle Brothers. It should be it, roast beef. It'd it, be better. it stands for roast beef too, right? I mean, it's got it has to stand for. 
Arby's. I mean, that's like a fan theory. Uh, Canonically, it, it, it's it's Ralph. Fan Brody. theory. Yeah. It's a conspiracy. Um, I, I there were Arby's. I grew up in the suburbs, and there's Arby's everywhere. But we didn't go that often. Mm-hmm. It's always something else. McDonald's or Carl's Jr. or Burger King or Arby's. Every right. Larry, where, where did where did where did you grow up? You Southern were, California. You were, you were, I, I knew you were. A, oh a, hell a, yeah, a California guy. Uh, and you went to UCLA, is that correct? I did, and Art Center. All right, yeah. Nick went to UCLA as well. Oh. Also a lifelong Southern Californian really? uh, from the Long Beach area, and I also went cool. to UCLA. Wow. There you go. I almost went to Long Beach. Where, where in SoCal are you? I went to Rolling Hills High School. It's not there anymore. Okay. But my stomping grounds was Torrance and the City of the Future. Oh, yeah. <laughs> all Redondo wow, Beach. Torrance. The Lamo <laughs> Mall. That's where I all got in trouble. Yes. And the Redondo Beach what? here, a lot of trouble. What wow. so what 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 growing up what was what was the type of food what was your favorite food what were you eating all the time what was let's see not really healthy but yeah. oh Jack in the Box that's right the corner of PCA oh, yeah. and Hawthorne was a Jack in the Box and a KFC and all these things I ended up working at that KFC um, no way wow. I wanted to work at Jack in the Box my friends all worked there but I went there one night wow. when a completely naked man went in there went crazy in one night and then scared me and never went back. Wow, that sounds very much like a Jack in the Box. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, that's there's. I've oh. always, I've always said. Oh, go! Please go, go. Well, I forgot. Actually, I did. You know the Jack in the Box commercials? Very funny. Wow! Yes, right, I did that for ten years. As a, wow! No way. As a DP, the ones Larry, with Jack Box in the heyday. We're burying the lead. This is wild. Did you ever? You've were you directed- ever in one of those? You seem like you should. I never. This. I I should I have the, my head is the same size as Jack. <laughs> <laughs> but I sadly have never been in one. I, I've I've heard uh, Nick. Have you did we we knew someone who worked with the guy Jack and there's that's right. I, I heard that he, there's a cutout of where his face is basically when he's like doing the walkthroughs. I, and uh, did did you did you work with the mascot the Jack mascot? Yeah, Larry? of course. Yeah, absolutely. All right, yeah, I've. I've heard that he he like uh he has the the center of his mask taken off and it's well, his face. There's, there's different versions. If if, it, yeah, if you're okay. in the side or the the back, then so he doesn't be sealed up in a plastic sphere. It was cut away as we breathe. <laughs> but the actual head cost tens of thousands of dollars because it had radio wow. communication two way. It had pinhole camera on the end of that nose. It had fans. Wow. And like bayonet lock, the, the the top of the yellow hat would come off so they could blow air into it, so we didn't die. Wow. I almost did a couple times. You're sealed Good in Lord. the shooting. Can you imagine? You're shooting yeah. like North Carolina in the summer, and <laughs> supposed to be dancing. And I was right, you didn't just tap out and die. And but yeah, in yeah. all, all this time, it's a it's it's a fucking jigsaw trap from Saw. Yeah, this, this head. Right. Sometimes you have to that's run. Insane. Do things. That's the, guy in it, the guy was named Jack in it, Jack Tate, and he was just wow. an amazing physical comedian that studied, you know, Commedia dell'arte and all that. So he was just so so good. You know, it wasn't just a guy. I mean, you probably knows the subtleties. You know, as an actor that he did, he, incredible, incredible stuff. That's wild. Hearing that there's a pinhole camera in the tip of his nose. That like that's horrifying. That Jack sees through his long nose. Yeah, right. And it's <laughs> like can, and a camera like oh yeah, binocular like cameras like VR before there's VR. They're just tiny yes. screens, so we could see. And can you imagine? You're like walking up the stairs and going. That's yeah, insane. God. That would be hard. Yeah, that sounds so. That sounds so scary to be inside 
um, I would definitely have a panic attack. That that's amazing. I, uh, yeah. Those those ads are very. I mean, those ads were like like a. Uh, played very frequently in the area in the regions that 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 jack in the box exists yeah They're, those are on there all the time and the director was also the, you know the writer the agency and the voiceover and oh um, wow so it was all from his brilliant mind there, there's 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 an area outside the arc light right near jack in the box where i said if i'm to be murdered in la it's probably right in that in that block there oh, by yeah. the jack in the box guess what it's not there anymore it's not there the arc lights. I mean, the arc lights gone is the saddest thing of all. Is the no, arc the Jack in the Box is, is gone. The Jack in the Box is gone. Wait, what? Really? Yeah, during the pandemic, it was boarded up, and then now it's gone. I don't know what happened. You know wow. what? Wow, that might be a good thing for Los Angeles. <laughs> I think. I think getting that, <laughs> that that Jack in the Box should be gone. But also, the arc light is gone, and the Amoeba is no longer there. That is just that is that's just the a record that, store. It's the it's the alley of broken yeah, dreams. The Amoeba reopened though. The Amoeba reopened over in Titan, a few blocks away. Yeah. Oh, there you but go. So Luckily. sad. Well, hopefully the Arclight will come back, and maybe Jack in the Box too. <laughs> but that's prime <laughs> real estate. That was a lot of parking right yeah. there in the corner. That could be something yep. else. But the Arclight is the saddest of all. Arclight is very sad. Yeah. What a it's bummer. That goes away. That would be horrible. I know. Some somebody needs the. I mean, it's. AMC buys it. I won't be thrilled, but I'll be happier than than it not being a theater, than it being condos or whatever. So, um, yeah. let's wait, wait, wait on the, on this topic real quick, because I, I, I do want to talk. We do we do need to talk about Arby's, but I I want to I, eh, I, wanna, I <laughs> while we're talking about <laughs> while we're talking about movies, uh, what are your movie theater snacks? What do you like to munch on? What do you like to wow. sip on, Larry? Great question. Um, I, I keep it to a minimum, you know, because it's. I don't like chomping in my ear during a movie, so I don't do the same. But I'll have maybe a little bit of popcorn, and I do. I am partial to those goobers, I have to say. Wow. Oh, yeah. Good answers. I like it. Do you, do you ever put the goobers in the popcorn? This is a thing that some people do. They like to put the, the sweet in the salty. Are you a fan of that? No, but I do. You know, what was the other thing? There's some other chocolatey dome-like shaped things. The mini, wait, what are they? Chocolatey things. Uh, there's okay. snow caps. Or something, maybe it was that. Somebody turned me on to that. And it I sounds like snow caps. Yeah, snow cap. That's kind of a good idea. Um, they're, the, they're like the half chocolate dome with like a like some white stuff sprinkled on top. I think that's it. Yeah. Larry, did you did you enjoy working at KFC as well? We gotta ask you that before before we get into the restaurant. The people were fun. It wasn't so fun when you had to incinerate your clothes after every shift. Oh man. Oh, <laughs> and and I didn't like finding out that the barbecue, they don't have barbecue chicken anymore, do they? But I didn't like knowing that it was just the leftover chicken dunked in sauce and put on a tray and served the next um, day. Yeah, that's a bummer. And I didn't like mixing up the coleslaw in the big trash cans from the wow. mix. Not big trash. That sounds gross. But I mean, as a bin. And I didn't like cleaning all the little secret parrot cage chicken container things, which is the secret way they fry them in the back. And I oh, mostly man. didn't like when my best friend there one day accidentally opened the uh, boiling oil vat into his lap and his legs. Oh, my and God. I God. Then I thought, maybe I need to move on. Something. Oh, my God. What a horrifying accident. Yeah. I wasn't Jesus. there. But thank God. Because it, you have to clean these giant oil vats, right? There's a little spigot. Right. And then you drain most of it, and then you go in and <laughs> like you have to clean every surface in there. And it's been frying all day, right? So he kind of just absentmindedly opened the spigot, 
you want while he was next to it or didn't put the bucket under oh, it. Oh, God. Dear Lord. All, all I can say is that I want to pull a now-you-see-me type heist to one, <laughs> steal the jack-in-the-box head, and two, steal uh, a trash bin full of uh, coleslaw from KFC. <laughs> <laughs> It's funny how much you love something. I love KFC, but after work, there you go. I don't ever want that again. Like you bring it home, Larry. It's great. Like have part all your friends. Like, I don't know yeah. why. Yeah. Since then, fell in love with you know Popeyes, but that's a different story. Hell yeah. Well, right, right We're, near, right down the street. Well, close to the arc light is is one of is a iconic Los Angeles sign just below the Hollywood sign. Wags. It's Arby's. There's an Ar- there's Arby's is right. a giant. Right. They have a, a very inf- is it on Sunset Boulevard? I believe it is. Yeah, or there's Hollywood the, the Boulevard. Yeah. West of Home yeah. Depot. Yep, and it's got a giant a giant RB sign that's that's uh that's been up for I feel like fifty years or something. It's been there for a while. I, uh, I think I've told this story about this Arby's before, but there was like a like a fancy ass. I think it was like a BMW sports car, some some uh, <laughs> imported sports car that was tailgating me as I was driving south towards Sunset Boulevard towards that Arby's. And I got towards that intersection, and he like went like t- went into the left t- turn lane, used as a passing lane, and sped past me. Then made a hard right turn into the Arby's drive-through. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. So like Aaron Paul or whoever was like, I got to get the fucking Arby's. <laughs> um, let's get let's get into let's get into what we got. Let's get into yes. our Arby's orders. Did you, is it just me or the youth guys too? Oh, we, we we all we always get it. Actually, I never even thought about that. Why do we get it ever? We don't have to always get it. <laughs> also, but also, what kind of what kind of insane assholes are we if we're like, Larry, you get Arby's, we'll talk to us about it. That's insane. <laughs> that's, that's, that's what it was. Oh no, we 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 got it as well. We we It'd we be a much we, meaner oh. premise. Yeah, it's, well, then, we we torture ourselves as well. It's not just yes. you, but let's. But oh, let's, well, I oh. we should. But I thought we should like got together and got the same thing. So we talked about the. Get the oh same no! Oh, we we I got I got I got a list of stuff. Yes. Um. That uh. That that is uh. Will horrify you when you hear everything I had. God. I yeah. got three things. Oh, that's great. That's perfect. That's you know. That's what we should do. I got yes. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen <laughs> items. I got thirteen items from Arby's. Uh, nice counting, Mitch. <laughs> we're we're we are we are mostly a counting podcast. It's <laughs> uh, the highest we've ever gotten. <laughs> Wags, my 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 Arby's was in Auburn, Massachusetts. It was mm-hmm. it's about an hour away. Wow, that's a haul. I took a, it's about an hour away. I took a little trip, a mummy and me trip. We drove down to the uh, Arby's in Auburn together, my mom and I, and it was a blast. We had a good time doing it, Nick. We uh, we 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 took we took a little drive. We got there around. I think like we left the house at two. We got there around three, and I gotta say, my impression is is that that Arby's in 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 Hollywood, the sign is iconic. But I I am like it doesn't look like the like it it does it like it doesn't look the best like it like uh sure you know you know it's like you know it's 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 deep in Hollywood so it's like a little grittier I'd say I guess you could say um it doesn't speak to the the quality of the food inside or anything but the one in Auburn is beautiful it's like a big beautiful building and my mom and I walked inside and like that's the thing we noticed first is just like this is 
this is the nicest Arby's I've I've been. And I know I've said that a couple times since I've been in Massachusetts, but I don't go to Arby's often. You know, it's not a place that I go sure. to a lot. And this was this was one of the nicest Arby's I had been to. Um, and I can start getting into what I got. But Larry, what I just saw you taking a bite oh. of one of their most famous sides, which is their curly fries. That's right. Are you a fan of Arby's curly fries? My mom, when I got there, I said, you know, they're famous for their curly fries. My mom said, I don't like curly fries, which I was got mad. I almost walked home from Auburn. Uh, <laughs> Michael, I think fries should be straight. <laughs> <laughs> fries thing. are all good, Ma. <laughs> <laughs> they're good enough for FDR. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, she, she was in luck because there are also now a special crinkle cut fries. That's right. Uh, which we also, so we got an order of, of, of curly fries and an order of, of crinkle cut fries. But Larry, have you, have you been able to take bites of what you've eaten? You've, you've eaten some of it or, or have you not had any I've bites? Had, I've had a couple of these. I couldn't help it on the way home. Yeah. Some curly fries. They're good. They're kind of like Jack in the box curly fries. Wow. Yeah, they are similar. So you've got you, you've got your order on standby. You're going to be chomping it on the pod. Yeah. Yeah, I love right. it. Oh, yeah, hell, hell I'll yeah. Be glad it's, I'll be glad and then review it. I thought, yeah, I got right, the. Yeah. Um, I did, that's perfect. I, well, I've been on, on Arby's for a while, like I said, so I had to go on a couple sites to say what to order. Like they're ranked, right? Mm, so yeah. I got. Do you want me to tell you now, or my head of yes, please, yeah, okay. please. The classic beef and cheddar. Yep, hell a yeah. big one. I got one of those as well, Larry. I might doubt whether it's really cheddar or just cheddar. <laughs> yeah. It could, it, 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 it could, it, it, it could just be a cheese H. sauce. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Cheesy sauce. Um, I got the brisket smoked, smoked brisket. Larry, even, you were, even the girl didn't know what it was. Yeah. I said brisket. She goes, what? It's brisket. <laughs> that shouldn't be a response at all. If you work in the restaurant, right. you should never be shocked. Right. right. She's reading to like the music. Smokehouse, yes, the smokehouse brisket. Like I thought, oh, I didn't say smokehouse. <laughs> there was no other brisket. And oh, the buffalo chicken sandwich. Yep, sandwich. We're, is that the we're, slider or is that the full size sandwich? That's a full sandwich. Okay, full size. And then a vanilla shake because it said that would be amazing. Hell we're, yeah, we're three for three. I got all of the items you got, and then ten more or whatever. Because I, <laughs> I don't, my mom was with me. I, we look, we just complaining about the podcast, and then I get the seventy dollars worth of Arby's. A lot of this is my own fault, but my mom was there. <laughs> we're having a big smorgasbord with my mom. It was it's it was a lot of fun. We wanted to, we wanted to try. We were doing bites, Nick. We were, t we were t and yes. then we took we took some home for later, which. I did. I did eat one sandwich item li later in the day, but but Larry, if you want to take, if you want to, if you want to dig in and take bites and let us know what you think, yes, uh, start chomping and and Larry, while you're having some nibbles of that, Mitch, uh, talk us through your order. All right, I'll start off. I'm gonna. I'll just list everything off. I'm gonna just go from top to bottom. To start off, I went with a pizza slider, um, mm -hmm. and I've had we that. thought we thought that was kind of like one of the fun looking ones. And guess what, Nick? My mom and I enjoyed it. We thought it was a fun yeah. little. It was different. It's not a thing that like you usually get. And it, do, it it does it does give you kind of like a pizza vibe. You get you. No, it's that a is close a approximation one. of of pizza. Uh, we did the buffalo chicken sandwich, Larry. Which I, I'm I'm interested for you to have a bite. It's very messy, as you probably are seeing right now. Um, I think you might be having the beef and cheddar. Yeah, he's having uh, the, bacon, yeah, beef, and the beef and cheddar. The beef right and now. cheddar, which is also what we got. You know, I, I I gave this order, Nick. The staff was fantastic. They mm -hmm. were like. 
very thick Boston accent uh, women from 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 Auburn, and uh, they 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 ruled. But I thought that they forgot a beef and cheddar. Turns out I didn't order a beef and cheddar, so wow. I had to, I had to go back and order the beef and cheddar because I think that that is a necessity when you go to Arby's. Luke Michaels, my college friend, told me you got to get the beef and cheddar. And you know what? He's right. The beef and cheddar is well. My my, my the, it's fantastic. The beef and cheddar is well done. My mom wanted to get a French dip, which we got, and she was let down by the French dip. She thought that the roll should have been a little bit crusty, and what she wanted from the French dip is what we got from the beef and cheddar because the beef and cheddar right. is just that's like their signature item. It's 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 great. And I ordered. And she, I said, "Can I get one?" She says, "Just one. There's two for six. And I wanted <laughs> a bite on the two, but I I only got I only got the one. Um, we got crinkle fries and curly fries. I liked both fries. I mean, Arby's are known for their curly fries. I liked the crinkle cut fries. I thought they were really good. Nick, the jalapeno bites, which you and I got together uh, mm-hmm. when we went, and uh, I think those are good. And they come with that. What is that? Are uh, the the red sauce? The uh, one of the most bizarre condiments in chain restaurants, Bronco Berry sauce. Bronco is berry the default sauce. accompaniment for the jalapeno bites. I have my own thoughts on it, but it's uh, what did you think? The jalapeno bites are great. Our Arby's Arby's is just such a weird in between chain where I'm like, oh, like they do good sandwiches. Like if I wanted a buffalo chicken sandwich, I don't know where else on the road I could get one that's as good as Arby's is. I, I'd like a, right. a, in and another one that I'll get into right now is this. I got the spicy Greek gyro. So accidentally they gave us a regular gyro and a spicy Greek gyro, and I was happy that they did because. I loved the Euros. I think the Euros wow. and Arby's are great. I really, really liked them. The spicy one was fun. It was, you know, it was kicked up a little bit. That's the sandwich I had later that night. I had it for dinner. But the regular Euro, I think you don't mess with the classic. That's the one that's on their menu. And it's really, really good. I think that, like, like, I think it's great. The, the, the pita is nice and soft and fluffy. And the Euro meat, I think, is like they, they put a good amount in there. And the, the tzatziki sauce, it's, where else can you get a euro like that at a fa- yeah. fast food place? It's great. Great point. Uh, the French dip, which I've talked about. I got the smokehouse brisket, which we liked. We liked the smokehouse brisket more than the the French dip. But so far, nothing was really bad. I didn't. I didn't dislike anything. We got a couple drinks, Nick. There was. I had a taste of mellow yellow, and then I went because there was mellow yellow there, and I was like, I got to try mellow yellow. I haven't had it forever. I you liked gotta. it. And then I got a diet coke, and then for the road, I got a diet Dr Pepper. From the machine, a diet Dr Pepper is great. Um, and then when I went back up again, I ordered a corned beef Reuben, and the corned beef Reuben was really well done too. It's not as like crispy. The bread isn't as crispy, and it is like you won't get as good of a bite as you would if you went to a uh, Jewish deli and got a a Reuben. But it's it's sure. really it's really the 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 filling is was was really there. It tasted really good. So. Really blown away. I got a dessert as well. I we 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 got the uh, we got the orange cream shake, which my mom said my dad would have been a big fan of. He 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 loved. He liked like an orange cream shake, and I and I thought it was good. My mom thought it was a little too artificial flavor tasting, but I thought it, I thought it was really fantastic. Nothing was bad. I loved everything I had wow. at Arby's. It was good. I I was I, I was shocked because I've never. I like that they offer strange things like things you can't get at other places. But I'm never really blown away by Arby's, you know. Like I never, I never even think to go there often uh, in LA. But everything was really working for me. And yes. you know, if anything comes from this review, Carl Tart, our friend, got sent a uh, a roast roast beef jumpsuit wags. Yeah, I hope that the three of us, me, you, and Larry, and Emma, all the, all four of us, 
get sent roast beef jumpsuits so we can wear together when we have our dinner in LA. Uh, yeah. Whenever Larry wow. is back. Where do you get that and, though? Uh, they they just sent it to him, and he wear he wore he wore it around. It was hilarious. But uh, oh, meat sweats. Yeah, he like, he also, looks great. Mitch and I way, could never pull that off. By the way, fuck you, Arby's, if you think that's why I'm saying it was good. I don't want your stupid <laughs> beef sweat suit. I don't care about the beef sweat suit. I'm just saying I had a great time at Arby's. I was I was I was pleasantly surprised. Yeah. It took an hour to get there. I was mad that I had to go an hour to get the food. But when I got there, we were we were having we were having a great time, Nick. It was it was a blast. I'm glad. I'm glad you and uh, you and Mama Mitchell had a nice outing, Larry. It looks like you've gotten through the the beef and cheddar. You're moving on to a new item. What, what do you think of what you've had so far? You know that beef and cheddar is not bad. It's good. It's great. Yeah, to say. And, and I ate ha- I ate half of that, and I ate half of the brisket, and that's also not bad. I mean, also I love authentic barbecue, but I mean that's mm-hmm. not uh, it's not too shabby. And the, what I'm realizing is, if I'm just feeling you know, I'm late and I'm driving around LA and I'm feeling especially self-loathing. I will definitely go to McDonald's. <laughs> sure. Something trying to reclaim something from my youth or whatever. <laughs> right. <laughs> and then you hate it and you hate yourself later. Right. Yeah. You're yeah. in the McDonald's. You're in the McDonald's drive through Mr. Big comes on the radio. All these thoughts are coming <laughs> through your head. <laughs> Sir, you have to drive again to sit there crying. Please move on. <laughs> but i have to say these now that i know this if i'm feeling self-loathing i'm near home depot on sunset i would prefer one of these i think i'd have less wow. um, regret later and during right because are you allowed to say that sometimes you're at mcdonald's because you, you just felt like you want to go but during it and afterwards you're like why do i do that Oh yeah, for sure. I, I, I oh feel yeah, there's less regret factor with these so far. No, that ex- it's, that's twice a week for me and Mitch. Yeah, yeah. We and also I'll say that Arby's. Yeah, it does. It does like the buffalo chicken sandwich I'm eating. That my mom was like, "Oh, it's not too fried." She liked that it wasn't like mm-hmm. a bit. A, like she was like, "This is actually nicely fried. It doesn't feel like a crazy fry." Where when we're eating other fast food chains that she's done with me since I've been here, she's like, it feels like when I get something like McDonald's, like it's just such a heavy fry. You feel it. Yes. And right. Arby's and Arby's Arby's does feel like a, like a, it has like a little feel of a deli. It feels like you're getting some sandwiches. It doesn't some, I mean, a, a lot of, a lot of it of course is heavy. We're not saying it's not heavy. It's heavy food, but it, it does, it does ring a little different. It feels a little different. Yes. And, and, and that the same thing with me that day, like if I got that Euro for lunch, I don't think that I would be like dragon. Whereas if I got, you know, a double quarter pounder from McDonald's, I'm dragon. So, well, yeah. and also you can go even lighter at Arby's, uh, as yeah. Larry is, is biting into the Buffalo chicken sandwich, mm-hmm. um, holding it up to the camera and then Looks twisting good. his Looks thumb good. around. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> The buffalo chicken sandwich is oh, gone. Mean, because you, because you to Popeyes, or I mean, most places, and I'm not complaining, but it adds 50%, right? The breading. Right. Yeah. I'm not saying yeah. that's bad, but I see what your mom's saying. It's just less of it. Yep. Yep. And and it's, yeah, it's good. Sure. I mean, look, the Popeyes chicken sandwich, of course, is a game changer. It's it's fantastic. And but and this is not trying to be that. This is a strictly a buffalo right. chicken sandwich. And it's it's my mom's complaint was that it was sloppy, and I and I understand what she was saying. It is it is a sloppy sandwich. There's mm-hmm. sauce, yeah. The lettuce yeah. is falling out the sides of it. There's there's a ranch in in buffalo sauce just like coming out of that thing. But it's tasty. It does they do a good job with it. Yes, and and to your point, Mitch, that the 
Gyro is like a lighter option. They do have a number of lighter options there. They have their market fresh salads and they have their market fresh sandwiches, which are just straight up sandwiches. You know, it's it's mm-hmm. just like a sandwich on 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 regular bread. And like that's gonna be a lot less heavy than like a fast food burger or some of Arby's other offerings. Uh while while Larry is is uh having the rest of his meal, I'll talk through my experience real quick. So I went to the Inglewood location, which is a good Arby's. I've been to it a number of times. It's the closest Arby's to where we live now. There used to be a Santa Monica Arby's, but it got turned into a Wendy's, which is, you know, a, a, a small upgrade or neutral. I, I, I like both chains, but it was nice to have an Arby's that was, that was closer to us. Um, so as I mentioned, this is a good Arby's. It's a, it's one that's been remodeled recently. I went kind of during the midday lunch rush and as a result experienced a couple of miscues that I'm not blaming mm. them for, but I think that was just like the nature of the dry, the, I feel like, you know what? Every time I feel like I've gone to this Arby's, it's felt like the lunch rush. The 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 drive through is is going into the street, so it might just be a particularly busy Arby's. Wow. Anyway, and also this one is just in the shadow of the the famous Randy's Donut, the giant donut. Wow. Yeah, it's it's like uh, it's like one block away. The one that the Mars Mars attacks aliens. Do they do they knock that That's right. down? Did they? They do. I think so. That sounds right. It's also it's also referenced in the Simpsons. Oh, that's why did they do a pop up collab together? <laughs> they should beef in the donuts. That, oh man! <laughs> I mean, I bet that'd be great. Yeah, that's too good, Larry. Yes. We should have come. We 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 need to we need to edit this and make it seem like we came up with that idea. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> so <know>. the. <laughs> So um, uh, there, that said, all that said, yes, there are some lighter options you can get from an Arby's, but there are not great vegetarian accommodations. Oh, no. I recently had a vegan Uh-oh. Reuben from Mendocino Farms, mm-hmm. um, which used like a, you know, there is like a fake pastrami slash fake corned beef that's pretty good, at least texturally. Uh, and so these these products exist. It's probably too expensive to scale at a, at a chain like Arby's, but you know, there is some of that stuff that they can get that it's not as, there aren't as many, not as prevalent as like the fake burgers or the fake chicken. Um, but there, there isn't really even an effort to have anything that's a vegetarian, like main item. The closest I came is I got the loaded curly fries, which are curly fries with cheddar sauce, bacon, and ranch. And I said, no bacon. Uh, and I will say these were pretty damn good. I mean, I like their curly fries, ample amounts of cheddar sauce. I love their cheddar sauce. Their cheddar sauce is fantastic. And the, uh, and, and that, that ranch was, uh, was great. They have a good ranch there. I added some horsey sauce, which I'm a huge fan of. And I thought this was a nice item and, and kind of worked as an entree. Uh, as far as my, my sides, I got the mozzarella sticks and the jalapeno bites. Uh, they have good mozzarella sticks. You know, they're fine. They're like replacement level mozzarella sticks with fine, marinara. I would never get them though over the jalapeno bites, which I think are delightful. I think they're, they're well fried. I think they've got a good amount of cheese. I think they got a good amount of heat. I am something of a heat seeker. The, the weird miscue for me is the right, Bronco seeker, berry you, sauce. A heat seeker, but you didn't get, you didn't go with the, 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 you didn't go with the ones that are spicy. What do you mean? I didn't go with the ones that are spicy. I thought you just said, said you the jalapeno the mo- bites. You got the, the mozzarella sticks and the jalapeno bites. Oh, you got both. All right. Yeah. I mean, there's yeah, nothing no, else you can get on the menu. Yeah, I got the jalapeno bites, which, and I really like them. The only thing I'd say is, I think the bronco berry sauce is just—it's—it's it's a miscue. It's not for me. The the mm. I, I get the idea of sweet and heat, um, but just give me some ranch. I'd much rather have a side yeah. of ranch. In fact, I took some ranch out of my fridge and dipped it in that, and it was better. And I also got mm. a side salad. Sounds like and- a DQ to me. Your whole meal is DQ'd for this ranch. <laughs> my score doesn't count because of Your outside score- ranch. That's right. Yeah, outside <laughs> ranch. Wow. 
Uh, the uh, if whoever's updating the Doughboys Wikipedia, make sure you asterisk <laughs> by fork rating. <laughs> I also got a side salad, and let me t- let me say this to Arby's credit. The produce was a lot fresher in this side salad than it would be in if like a McDonald's mm. equivalent. It okay. was or a Burger King equivalent. This was like a Wendy's tier salad. You know, Wendy's wow. has good fast food salads. I was like, this they is do. good and very simple. It was just a just a lettuce blend with diced tomatoes and cheddar cheese. Uh, but I thought it was I thought it was nice, especially with the buttermilk ranch dressing. Here's the thing: I mentioned there were some miscues. The big one was that I got Natalie. Uh, you know. I, I can't say enough about Natalie's enthusiasm for Arby's. I told her I was going to Arby's and she like gasped. Like she couldn't, she, she's like, I can't, like couldn't believe the delight she was about to experience. Thrilled, um, thrilled and, you're leaving the house. Yeah. And then. <laughs> Inga, what's what, like a 20 minute drive? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Great. Um, feel free to eat yours in the car and then you can come home. Okay. Weird. So. And then she was like, if I'm a, she, she was going to take a nap. She's like, if I'm asleep when I get home, wake me up with my Arby's. So like, like that's how excited wow. she was for it. Unfortunately, they forgot. She got a beef and cheddar, which she loved, but they forgot the two sides of cheddar cheese that I asked for, wow. for her curly fries. And that's the way um. to have the curly fries. Get the cheddar cheese on the side and dip it. Um, but unfortunately, that was not included. They also forgot my Jamocha shake which I love the Jamocha shake. I think it should have been in the Tournament of Champions Pie Noon. I think it's a great fast food shake. Mm. Uh, but, I, you know, I, again, it was a lunch rush. It was, I, I wasn't going to make a big fuss about it. Uh, it was like one of those things where it was confirmed in the intercom and then like they, and then it wasn't on the receipt. So I didn't get charged mm. for it. So I wasn't going to have them make another one on the fly. So um, it, it's it's fine, but I was a little disappointed by those omissions. All that said, it's a tough vegetarian meal, but I think their items, their menu items are, are delightful and unique. Uh, Larry, I just rambled for far too long. Tell us about your buffalo chicken sandwich and your fries and your vanilla shake. I'm a huge vanilla fan. Vanilla is oh. a flavor. Yeah. Um, like you guys said, the uh, the chicken thing was um, less bready, less volume, and very sloppy, mm. and, but not too spicy. Because uh, spicy is good, but not when you're like, I love to eat in the car. <laughs> yeah. When you're sweating right. and it's all dripping all over yourself. Yeah. But I've done it. You know what's hardest? A Taco Bell taco while you're driving. Oh, we've oh all yeah. We've taco all Bell it. is, I, I, I either go home or I pull over. I'm not, I, I can't, I don't eat yeah. it on the road. It's not <laughs> going to happen. Only me then. That's great. <laughs> yeah, but you, you, what have I, it's, but again, it's like a lot of the experiences. What have I done? <laughs> <laughs> it's trying to reclaim your childhood because I remember my dad used to take us if we're good, you know, to talk about and we were allowed to eat in the car if we were very careful. Mm-hmm. But still, you'd open up the, the remember the orange piece of paper and invariably yes. the, the talk about can we talk about Taco Bell? Even though we're of course, of course. Yes. you know what we call the hinge at the bottom is very often broken. Yep. Yes. That's, that's that is always and so, that's and that, that makes it impossible to eat in the car, but for me, Larry, there's a the big component of Taco Bell is just Taco Bell the sauce packets. I need this. Yes. I need the sauce on the ta- taco. Gotta have them. So for me, I mean, like I'm gonna be driving with my knees as I put the sauce mm-hmm. on the. I'm gonna kill somebody, which I, I you know I probably would kill someone over Taco Bell, but not unintentionally. I don't really? want to. I don't. I don't want to run someone yeah. over. Well, why don't we do I, that when we're LA? I'll show you the technique. I would love to see the tech. I wow. want to see the technique. I would love to see the technique. Because Lord knows I want to eat more food in my car. I want to try to. (laughs) (laughs) 
Now that I think about it, one technique is don't have a Tesla, first of all. <laughs> <laughs> Just put it on put it on auto drive and let yeah. it and eat away. <laughs> Taco pilot. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Taco Bell is, is, but also I agree with you on like the, the, I don't want a five alarm burrito in my car when you're sure. already in the car. You don't want something where you're going to start sweating. So right. I, I agree that I think that Buffalo chicken sandwich is at a nice heat level. It's not too spicy, but yeah. you get a little, a tiny kick. Um, but did you enjoy it? Did you, did, did you think it was all it right? Did. Okay. It did. All right. I would order, I would order all three of these again. Yeah. The wow. smoke, smokehouse brisket is pretty, is, is, is okay. decent. It's got a smoky flavor to it. It's got some onion strings on it. I think it's pretty. Yeah, I think it's pretty I, good. I'm not sure what sauces to use though, because I don't know enough about it. To maybe you guys can tell me the classic yes. RB and the, <laughs> the RB. Wow! <laughs> As Larry is holding this up, wow. a cat just wandered into frame. Larry, I, I hope that is your in magic cat. terms. That is the prestige. <laughs> Larry, you you responded to that cat with. You responded to the cat with "What the hell?" which made me be like, "Does he know this cat? Is this a mystery cat?" Well, I was concentrating you, and I was. Anyway, I do remember this childhood. This one's more barbecuey, right? And red. Yes. Horsey sauce is always a source of amusement, just because it's called that. Yeah. It implies, like, Very funny name. That there's a horse meat in it. <laughs> yes. But, yes. Or horseradish. Yeah. So spicy. So I put some of this on the the brisket, the um, horsey. Mm -hmm. And it mm -hmm. seems like the uh, bacon cheddar ch cheddar wanted probably that. Is that the classic? Yeah, the RB sauce. RB sauce. You know, I I did I put both on my on my uh, I put both, both on my I put both on my uh, beef and cheddar, and I put both oh, on the yeah. on the brisket. It's fun. It's you know, I, I, but I was going back and forth. I was doing it basically by bite, and sometimes I'll combine them. They also have like a three pepper sauce, I believe it is. That's that's oh, that's really? really good. I had not had the the three pepper sauce. Um, Maybe ever. It's a spicy, yeah, spicy three pepper sauce, and that's got a kick to it. It's really good on the on the uh, beef and cheddar, and uh, I use some ketchup on my French fries. But Nick, yeah, I also got the Bronco berry sauce, and I yeah. think it's strange, but it doesn't bother me as much as you. I I think it's I think it's fine. But Nick uh, might want the other one. Nick might want the uh, triple. Yeah, you 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 would, would maybe, yeah you would maybe like that three that three that are three pepper sauce. But the, yeah, the horsey sauce is famous. It's 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 a it's a good it's a good sauce. It's fun. Arby's is a lot of fun. There's a lot of fun stuff over there. The fact that it is yes. called horsey sauce, that's fun, Nick. You're having fun. I agree. I agree. They're good. We were talking about Taco Bell sauces. Arby's has good sauces, and they're essential mm -hmm. components to consuming most of the items there. Uh, and Larry, you're, what do you think of the fries? And what do you think of that shake? The fries are good. I I had some in the car on the way home, and they were when they're mm -hmm. crispy and hotter, they were better. But I like them. It's said mm -hmm. to get the uh, the article said to get the shake because it said it was cut above for some reason. I can't remember why. It's really made with ice cream or something, mm -hmm. but it is good. Yeah. It is good. Yeah, I like RB shakes a lot. Yeah, the shake. I thought the shake was good too. And Nick, we've talked about this before. Carl's Jr. has a good shake. There's places. There's places where you can get. And you know what? I'll say it. In and Out Burger has like a very like processed shake, but it's good. I like the In and Out shake. Um, yeah. But uh, but. Especially, you get a black and white shake from from uh, from In and Out, and you're you're doing pretty good. You're sitting pretty, yeah. Um, but yeah, no Arby's. I think Arby's is up there as far as the, as shake contenders go. Um, well, let's see. Let's see where exactly Arby's ranks in terms yeah. of shakes and in terms of all things. Let's do it. 
It's time for our final thoughts. We are going to rate this restaurant. So what we're going to do, Larry, is we're each going to go around and give a closing argument, if you will, a a summation of our thoughts on this week's chain Arby's and end that by giving it a rating from zero to five forks. You can do partial forks or tines. Uh, So, Larry, you are a guest. Uh, uh, Give us your review and give us your fork score. Of of everything or just overall? Yeah. Yeah, overall. Overall, let's say three and a half. Three and a half forks. Oh, wow. Wow. Jumping straight to the score. I mean, do you have any thoughts you would like to add on uh, beyond that? Oh, <laughs> thank you. Any thoughts? Sorry. The, uh, the, the, no, uh, you've, you've given plenty. It's a long time since I had these, but the bacon and cheddar, when I was soft pictures, it didn't seem impressive. It seemed like kind of mm-hmm. soft and bland. It is soft, but it has a good texture and it's, it's, it has good flavor, especially with the sauces. The, the, yes. The, the smokehouse brisket, a lot more flavor and texture than I thought it would have. Especially for fast food, because brisket, you know, is like the process to do properly. That's mm-hmm. also a good one with the sauces, and I would get that again. And the chicken one, I would get that again too. I mean, I'm still, I think Popeyes is my favorite. Yeah, this yes. is different. It's a different animal. It's also good. Yeah. Um, fries wow. are great, and the shake was was really good too. Wow, wow. three and a, three and a half forks. A good score. A great score. Very good score. Um. Nick, I, I I had a blast. I had I had a good time at Arby's. I was I was surprised, you know. Like I said, the the restaurant itself was was uh just looked fantastic. The service was 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 the best. The 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 woman the these the woman who lived in Auburn there and working at Arby's. I tip my hat to you. You you were you were awesome. You helped me out. They offered to bring the food over to the table. They were great. And I Nick, I just had a I had a great day. And I think that. If anything, like the thing that will hurt the score a little bit is that I'm just like, I like all this food. I just don't know how often I would go there. I don't think it is like sure. the best. Like I'm not gonna have the like if I wanna if I want a spicy chicken sandwich, I'm gonna go with the spicy chicken sandwich over the buffalo chicken sandwich. But just to get that kind of sloppy buffalo sandwich, you don't get that at a lot of fast food places. And Arby Arby's offers that. And I think that's cool as hell. I like that they yeah. have weird other things. And Nick, I love their Euros. There goes my Euro. Watch it as it goes. That's what I think. <laughs> Ar- that should be Arby's new slogan. Wow. I, 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 uh, I, I, I love, I, I love their sauces. I, and you know what? I just like that the fact that they had mellow yellow in their, uh, I should have really committed to there goes my Euro, huh? That's How good. about we don't need another Euro? We, yeah, we don't need another. Wait, no, but I do need, I do need another Euro. <laughs> uh, uh there's an I Need a Hero song, right? I, I, I need, need a, a hero. hero. Yeah. Does Arby's, does Arby's like do these? I feel like there goes there goes do, yeah. my hero. They've probably done that a million times. <laughs> yeah, and probably. We, and we're just gigantic hacks uh, uh, anyway, in general. And also now we're just stealing for commercials. But I I uh, I, I liked my Arby's experience, and the, I can't go lower than four forks. For me, it's a four-fork wow. restaurant. Uh, I, I, I don't know how often I go back to Arby's, but you know what? If I'm if I'm rolling down Sunset Boulevard or whatever at some point, and I, and I, and and the mood gets hits me right, I'm I'm pulling into that giant Arby's hat and I'm, I'm ordering up some food at four four forks four forks four forks from the Spoon Man. By the way, that that giant signage, that big old oversized hat, which has been discontinued or just is not erected at the new locations. I wish that was all of them. It's so yeah. iconic. It's so great. There used to be one of the Santa Monica Arby's and, and that sign is gone. It should have been a, a historical structure. Should have, let, should have stayed there forever. Nick, can I tell you something embarrassing? Mm-hmm. I went to that one in, in Hollywood 
and I tried on the hat and it fit. <laughs> um, Arby's is I I I like I have a fondness for Arby's. Uh, you know, uh, Natalie does as well. It's one of our favorite chains, and I, I feel like we've been harsh on it in the podcast in the past because we've been disappointed by seasonal items. But I think mm. the core Arby's menu is unique and delicious. Mm-hmm. And I will say it, it, it was a challenge to eat here veget- as a vegetarian. And I would not advise it if, if anyone is just being very strict about their meat consumption, because there's really nothing you can have. Uh, but as a vegetarian, this was a very, very strong craving I had when I got there to be like, oh man, I wish I could have a beef and cheddar right now. It's such mm-hmm. a good sandwich. It's such a solid classic sandwich. And I think Arby's does what they do very, very well, and you can't get it anywhere else. Wags. Uh, th- yeah. Arby's, we got the meats. They don't got the veggies. Got the meats. They don't talk about the veggies. You're out of luck. I know. I I know. I understand that conceptually. I'm just saying that like it's it, it is a challenge to eat there, but I have such a fondness for this chain that I'm in the hand-holding club with my podcast co-host. I'm going four forks wow. for Arby's. Wow, four forks. Wow. Wow. Good ranking. There we, you go. Yeah. I think all around a, a, a good summation of of Arby's. Not it's never been in the Golden Plate Club, Nick, correct? It, I don't believe it has, but I think it should be. I, I think it'll get there. I think mm. we'll I think we'll a few more outings. I think we'll by the time we do RB seven in, in twenty twenty six, they'll finally get in the golden the hallowed halls of the Golden Plate Club. I, I think I think that's more like twenty twenty three. Yeah, we're in on fumes here. <laughs> Um, uh, Larry Fong, thank you so much for joining us. An absolute delight and a thrill and honor yes. to, to speak Fun. with you uh, about your esteemed career. Um, uh, the film is The Tomorrow War. It is on Amazon Prime on July 2nd. Uh, feel free to tell us about the movie or anything else you would like to plug. Ooh, um, I guess that's the only thing coming out soon. Um... That's the tricky thing is you probably have something ready to go in like two years that's coming out. That we had, uh, <laughs> years the movie. I will say that the movie after that coming out is Rescue Rangers. Wow. Wow. The live action high, animation hybrid directed by Akiva Schaefer. Wow. wow. That's Great awesome. Guy. So He's more awesome. than meets the eye, you'll be surprised. I'm looking forward that to that. Rules. Well, there you go. Check that. Look for that and check out the Tomorrow War. Uh, Larry, Larry, thank you so much. Yeah, thank you, Larry. You rule. Thank you. That's fun. We'll be right back with more Doughboys. Mitch, the Helix lineup offers 20 unique mattresses, including the award-winning Lux Collection, the newly released Helix Elite Collection, a mattress designed for big and tall sleepers, and even a mattress made just for kids. Wow. Everybody is unique and everyone sleeps differently. That's why Helix has several different mattress models to choose from, each designed for specific sleep positions and feel preferences. Models with memory foam layers to provide optimal pressure relief if you sleep on your side. Models with a more responsive foam to cradle your body for essential support in stomach and back sleeping positions, plus enhanced cooling features to keep you from overheating at night, Wags. So how will you know which Helix mattress works best for you and your body? Take the Helix Sleep Quiz and find your perfect mattress in under two minutes and your personalized mattresses ship straight to your door free of charge. Wags, I took the Helix Sleep Quiz. Wow. Did you know that? I did know that. And I was matched with a Moonlight Lux mattress because I wanted something that felt nice and soft, like I was sleeping on a little cloud because I think I'm kind of an angel. Hmm. Nice and soft, like Mitch was sleeping on another Mitch. 
Yes, Wags. No, that's I meant in a lovable and loving way. Yeah, 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 yeah. I felt like I was sleeping on top of me. <laughs> It was comfortable, Wags. That's it felt like I was sleeping on a cloud. How about that? Me, little cherubic Mitch, sleeping on a cloud. I love it. And you know who else loves it? I'm guessing Wally and Irma. Yeah. Wally, Irma, and my mom and sister when they visit town, they sleep in the bed. I take the couch. They love it. Wow. Helix knows there's no better way to test out a new mattress than by sleeping on it in your own home. That's why they offer a 100 night trial and a 10 to 15 year warranty to try out your new Helix mattress. And if your spine needs some extra TLC, they got you. Every Helix mattress has a hybrid design combining individually wrapped steel coils in the base with premium foam layers on top. It's the perfect combination of comfort and support. Not only is the mattress the best we have ever slept on, but the setup was fast and easy. Helix mattresses are delivered in a box and straight to your door for free. Plus, Helix mattresses all come with a 10 or 15 year warranty, depending on the model. That's right, Wags. Helix is now offering 20% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash doughboys and use code HELIXPARTNER20. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long. With Helix, better sleep starts now. Go to helixsleep.com slash doughboys and use code HELIXPARTNER20. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long. With Helix, better sleep starts now. Welcome back to Doughboys. Mitch, a lot of fun to talk with uh, with Larry Fong. It was great. Uh, he told me after this, though, that he's going to cut me out of the movie, which I d- didn't even know he had the... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought, it was, I thought it was done. I thought it was locked. I didn't even know he had the power to do that, but I'm, I'm getting wow. cut out, which, oh, you know... It was worth it, Nick. It was worth it to talk Arby's. <laughs> hey, we're joined now by our producer, Emma Erbrink. Hi, Emma. Hi. Emma, we are going to, you're going to help us out with a segment. I'm going to try. This is a segment we do sometimes on the show that we formalized. We've got a category, and we're each going to draft a roster of our selections. It's time for A La Mode Draft House. <laughs> Make them draft, make them draft. Don't you know everyone wants to draft? My dad said be a podcaster, son. But be a vaguely comical one. They'll sync podcast apps for each week's hacky hack catchphrase crap. Now you could NPR hush and be liberal elite. Or you could riff on murders and seem like a creep. Just draft and I bet Ian Carmel won't say a peep. Make them draft, make them draft, make them draft. Okay. Hey, in honor of the Tomorrow War, this week's category I, I is... Wish, I, w- I, wish that the, I wish the music just played throughout the rest of the draft. <laughs> it's a great song. Yeah. Oh, go ahead, Wags. Yeah, I know that you just also watched Singing in the Rain, so this must have been inspired by that, <laughs> you weirdo. Like Joseph Gordon-Levitt on SNL. <laughs> I had to do my own version. <laughs> that was really good. Oh, boy. So, um... Everyone remembers Joseph Gordon-Levitt's... Joseph gordon Le- Oh, my God. Joseph Gordon-Levitt's SNL Make Him Laugh, which maybe just is the same thing. Oh, Keenan slaps him a bunch, right? Isn't that what it is, Keenan? Yeah, is it- one of the... I think it might be uh, It might be Bobby Moynihan. I think oh, Bobby member, Moynihan like, slaps him, yeah. him a bunch. Yeah, he punches him a bunch. So we're going to draft time travelers this week. Wow. Time travelers. And Nick, Mitch, how many, we're how gonna- many were we getting? Five or four? I am. Let's do four in the interest of time. Yeah, Emma just was. Emma just put up a figure for four. We have another. We have another record after this. 
Uh, so Emma, we'll we'll do the snake style, but uh, we will we always let our guests go pick first, and you wow. are in the guest slot, so that falls to you. Okay, I I might play fast and loose with the term time traveler because mm. you know are like time benders or time warpers or like long sleepers are they considered time travelers? I think so. I think you have some leeway because. I really want to draft Link from Zelda because he sleeps for like a hundred years. Wow, and then he comes this back, is so, so fucked up. I'm so mad. What a pick. <laughs> I'm so mad. What okay, a pick. I have, I have alternates. Just no, 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 no. Don't, don't. No, get me mad. Just because Mitch is part mad. of it. Yeah, this is a part of it. You got to get me mad. <laughs> Fine, I take Link. <laughs> wow. wow, Link. That that is a huge pick right off the to- uh, right off Great the board, pick. Nick. Wow. Well, I guess for me, like. Who am I going to draft? Am I going to? Dra- I mean, am I drafting them for my war? Like, what are we drafting them for? As, you're just drafting them, just like the best time travelers, I guess. Is, okay, cool. yeah, just it's like your Rat Pack. You're just going to hang out with them. Now, right, Nick, cool. do you go second or do you want to go last? I mean, we didn't really discuss this. We didn't. Dis- we didn't discuss order I've, here. I've never been in the three spot before. Maybe it's maybe it's your time for that. All right, put me you in get the two picks in a row. Spot. You, you get the pressure of having another turnaround. Uh, well, give me the put me in the three spot. All right, I'll put you in the three spot. And on my roster, uh, Doc, you got to help me. I'm, I'm drafting a team of time travelers. Uh, I don't wow. know how to pick. It's Marty McFly. Holy shit. Wow. Weiger, I'm happy I put you there because I just pulled a Celtics with Jason Tatum with you. I'm the third pick. And I'm picking fucking Doc. Marty, I'll help you with the time travel. <laughs> me and you are friends. An old man and a young boy. This is a normal relationship. We're on separate teams. <laughs> and also, I get Einstein, too. It comes with the deal. And I'm not going to draft him, but he just gets Einstein. He gets Einstein? Oh, yeah. the dog. Doc, Doc gets Einstein. <laughs> I was going to no, say, do you Einstein think... Einstein the man. <laughs> yeah, do you think Einstein the man invented time travel? I, I had a... Uh, he had theories about it, did he not? Actually, that happens in in Command and Conquer Red Alert, I think. Then he, then he is. Then that, guess what? He counts. He counts that. I guess he counts. But you get Einstein the dog, not the man. I mean, someone can draft Einstein, so I won't, I won't, I won't okay. take him if someone wants him. Okay. I'll be mad if someone does, because if not, at the end, I get Einstein. That's the rule. Anyways, my second draft, Wags, I'll be draft. <laughs> wow. I'll be, I'll be drafted. That's right, Nick. Arnold Schwarzenegger, specifically from T two. Wow, Arnold, wow. the good, Ar- the good Arnold from T two. Uh, he's he's drafted. He's a part <laughs> of my team. This is this is like late night comedy in nineteen ninety one. Me doing this voice. <laughs> But he's on my team, Wags. I got myself Schwarzenegger. Uh, look, Doc and Schwarzenegger. I mean, come on, it's, this thing's over. But go ahead, make your next pick. Um, I could just pick Kyle Reese from the Terminator franchise if I wanted to be an asshole like you were. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm going to go a different direction and go back to video game dumb, uh, like a uh, like Emma her like Emma did. I'm picking a character from a game based around time travel. Uh, for the Super Nintendo, Chrono Trigger, one of the greatest JRPGs of all time. I am picking wow. one of my personal favorite characters, Robo, the robot. Wow. Robo from Chrono Trigger. Wow. Do you personally identify with him? Yeah, I, I kind of... 
I see myself in Robo. A lot of people, you know, I mean, a lot of people would uh, glom onto a different character. There's a lot of great characters in the Chrono Trigger. Uh, uh, I was going to say franchise, but really just that game. Uh, Chrono, Tr- Chrono Cross is all right. But Robo, like, he's, he has a task that he just stays and does. And the mm-hmm. way he time travels is, uh, one way he time travels is he just stays and does a task for, like, uh, like 100 years. For, like, this like, extraordinary amount of time. And he's just a robot, and he's just happy to do it. And I'm just like, yeah, that's great. And I can relate to that. Uh, Emma, who's your next pick? Um, I think I'm going to go with Adam Sandler and Click. <laughs> wow. We love the Sandman. That's a great. With, I, I want to hang out with Adam Sandler. So if this is that my would rat be fun. pack, that would be a great person to have. Yeah, you do, cool. you do. You do get like a weird, like kind of upset dad version of Adam Sandler. He is his character from Click, but he also is very okay. funny. Yeah, he, he freezes time and he punches somebody in the head a bunch. It's very funny. Yeah, it'll yeah. be between him and Link. We'll be all set. <laughs> yeah, yep. You're that. That is a, that's a great team. We'll so survive far. the apocalypse with a smile on our face. <laughs> well, Emma, you get to you get to draft again immediately. Anyway, I do. Yeah, you get you. It starts with you again. Oh wait, is that true? Yes, it yeah, is true. It, it, yeah, yeah. It, it's snake style. You go. To, you have two in a row now. Okay. Um. All right. What about Robin Williams and Jumanji? Wow. Wow. I like it. I just recently watched the original Jumanji again, and it scared the fuck out of me when I was a kid, and I loved it this time. I was glued to it. I couldn't stop watching. I was having a great time. You got three funny men. Yeah, I want to have a good time. <laughs> yeah, you got Robin Williams, <laughs> Adam, Adam Sandler, Sandler, and Link. <laughs> Link. Going to be in stitches the whole time. What if Link is the funniest one of that crew? Yeah, maybe he is. <laughs> <laughs> Never actually twist. speaking, but it's great <laughs> pantomime. Yeah. Uh, I have, okay, I have my next pick. Mm-hmm. And I feel like this is going to make Mitch go, this is bullshit. But I think of them as one entity. Oh, this is bullshit. <laughs> Bill and Ted, we're That's going on bullshit. an excellent adventure. <laughs> I had that on my list, but I wasn't sure if I had to choose Bill or Ted. I'll, I'll, I'll give it to you. You get them both. But, I, but hey, you know what? Oh, yeah. I get Einstein. <laughs> the man and the dog. <laughs> the man, you know what? I get Einstein, the man and the dog. How's that, Wags? Wow. Do you agree to these terms? I agree to those terms. Okay, fair enough. Emma, do you agree? Yeah, I agree. All right. Um, Nick, that's a great draft. Bill and Ted, you're so cow buddies. You're having fun. But for me, I'm going to be having even more fun. That's right, baby. Yeah, baby. I'm having the most fun of all because oh, I'm going back in time pick. with Austin Powers to the <laughs> 60s, Wags. God damn it. And guess what? Back in the 60s, I'm going to swing by Mr. and Mrs. Weiger's house and make sure you never get born, baby. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> Austin Powers going to cock block my dad? That's right. Imagine how fun if you were a Austin's son, how fun this podcast would say, be. Does that mean Austin Powers <laughs> is going to try to be your dad? <laughs> oh, boy. It's a totally if different you, life. If you had Austin blood in you, Austin Powers blood. He's too horny. The spicy chicken sandwich is groovy, baby. Yeah. <laughs> how fun would that be? What a pod. Oh, uh, I don't know. Austin Powers. Now, look. I got one last spot. Mm-hmm. And I kind of want to draft... Cowan from the Tomorrow War, which is me. Your character. My character. But also, I'm on my team, and aren't I just me? I guess. Mm. Aren't I Cowan? 
Aren't I officially on my team? Where does the character end and the person begin? Well, I say that because I want to draft someone else who's fun, and I don't know if. Okay. Uh, so it does. Can I? Can, what are yeah, you? Yeah, just make do? your pick. You're make gonna, your pick. Are you going to pick Cowan after me? I'll kill you. No, I'm not going to pick Cowan. You're going to pick Cowan. I'm not going to pick Cowan. All right, Scrooge. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I choose Scrooge. Yeah. It's fun to have Scrooge on your team. A, f- a fun pick. A very fun man. Yeah. Scrooge it a is. a cool guy to hang out with. Wow. Scrooge, he, one, of the, one of the first time travelers. I know there's H.G. Wells' fucking time traveler or whatever, but Scrooge. Well, that was going to be my pick, so <laughs> got to pivot from H.G. Wells as the time traveler now. <laughs> Dear God. All right, go Actually, ahead. that's not true. Here was going to be my pick. Because what's going on is that I got a crew of bros. Yeah. I got to mix it up a little bit. I'm bringing along the time traveler's wife. Wow. <laughs> wow. You're going to cuck the time traveler? I'm, I'm going to do the, uh, the time traveler what Austin Powers did to my dad. <laughs> <laughs> the time traveler's wife. Wow. What a pick. That's right. Yeah. I mean, she'll probably end up with Marty McFly, so. Yeah, I mean, how can you resist? No, Marty's gonna uh, end right. up, uh, Marty's gonna end up with his mom. You know, yeah. we <laughs> sleeves. Someone who likes the show. He's on Twitter. He likes the show. Sleeves. I think he likes the show. A, a funny Twitter guy. He was tweeting about mm-hmm. how Marty should have just fucked his mom, which is something that we talked about on the pod before. Did we? we? I mean, like Marty's mom is. I mean, she's she's very horny, very fetching. She's very fetching, very horny, very fetching. Marty, just go for it, my man. You got to go for it. Sebastian appears to sing Kiss the Girl. (laughs) (laughs) That's what we want to see. All right, Emma, your final pick for your time traveler quartet. The thing with Marty is if he... If he did it, he'd fuck himself right out of existence, Wags. Do you realize yeah, that? Yeah, that's, that's the paradox. Yeah. Dear God. That's what a way to go. <laughs> Sleeping with your mom? <laughs> no, I mean, I mean, I meant fucking yourself out of existence, not go, not the mom. Emma, go ahead. Make your pick, please. You just, you just nut and collapse into a black hole. <laughs> <laughs> nut into nothing. You turn into, yeah. you, you nut, and then you are nut. Uh, all right, Emma, go <laughs> Go um, ahead, Emma. So, okay, if Mitch is Cowan and Cowan is Mitch, if I draft Cowan, do I get Mitch's team too? Wow, what the fuck? <laughs> wow, what this a so- mind fuck. This sounds like time travel bullshit right now. This is insane. <laughs> yeah, that's what makes it fun. Wow. Um, well, okay, I was thinking I d- was going to draft Cowan first just to be fun, but then I figured I'd give Mitch a chance to draft himself, but then he wow. didn't. Wow. So now I don't know if I should do it or not, but then I think I might just take Bruce Willis from Looper. Wow, oh, that's a good one. Because that feels like a good addition to the crew. Yeah, yeah he'll he'll mellow your crew out a little bit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. And by wow, what a by our rules, I do get Cowan now. Cowan is on my team, uh, and so I have extra players because I'm. Are always you just cheap. like a like you're like a two faced person? Sometimes you're Mitch, sometimes you're Cowan. Depends yeah, on the day. It's kind of like a Jim Carrey liar, liar. I'm not, not liar, liar. Me, myself, and Irene yeah, situation. Yeah. Um, uh, but uh, I act exactly the same both ways. Uh, <laughs> James Lipton's like, let me speak to, let me speak to Cowan right now. Okay, I think I could try. Can I, can I talk uh, to Cowan? Uh, let's see here, James. Let's see if I can do it. Uh, hello, James. How are you? I'm Cowan now. 
Wow. Wow, you sound so similar. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. Uh, let's, let's recap each of our rosters. Uh, Emma, be, uh, go first. I got Link. I got Bruce Willis, Adam Sandler, and Robin Williams. <laughs> great, wow. great crew. Great crew. Mitch? I got, uh, who did I draft? Yourself? I got Doc. Doc. I got, I got, I got Doc. And I got, yeah, baby, Austin Powers. And I got, uh, uh, Arnold. I got all funny voice guys. And then I got, <laughs> I got Cowan, myself. And then, uh, uh, who was my guy? Oh, Scrooge. Old Scrooge. Scrooge. Mc, it's not McDuck, but he could be McDuck. It doesn't matter. They both time traveled. Um, Scrooge and Scrooge McDuck. Do I have to? Do I have to make it clear who it is? No, I mean it's fine. Just Scrooge is a catch-all. It's all fine. right. It's Scrooge then. All right, great. Man, no one drafted Fry. You could be hanging I didn't out think with, about Fry. You could fry be hanging out with good. fucking Bender. Yeah, That's that would a be good cool. One. Yep. Uh, and I had Marty McFly, a Robo from Chrono Trigger, Bill and Ted as one entity, and the time traveler's wife. Uh, let us know who you thought won Hasht- on our social media. My team is hashtag Jack in time, like you're jacking off. <laughs> That's pretty good. Uh, mine is hashtag hack in time, like being a hack. <laughs> <laughs> Mine's just going to be hashtag back in time, you know, like back in time. <laughs> wow. wow. <laughs> Super original, Emma, right? <laughs> Emma kind of cleaned our clocks, I think, all around. Yeah. <laughs> let us know who won, Wags. Uh, hey, and just like a restaurant with all your feedback, let's open up the feedback. And today we have an email from Rachel. Rachel writes, I was shocked that in your Auntie Anne's episode, the best pretzels in the world were not discussed. They can be found at Harpoon Brewery in the one and only Boston. This wow. leads me to ask, what is your favorite food from a brewery or what is your wow. favorite food to consume along with a, brew- with a beer? I almost said brew dog. Uh, P.S. Nick Flawless use of the Yiddish language never changed. P.P.S. Come back to Nashville. We hope Ooh. to in the future. Wow. Any any favorite food to have alongside a brew, a brew dog or a great bite from a brewery? Uh, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll I have an it's answer. It's a great question. Fish yep. and chips. That is, and I've good. had some great fish and chips mm. at a brewer at a brewery. I think this is a chain, but honestly, the the fish and chips I had at Rock Bottom Brewery were some of my favorite fish and chips. I was like, these are fucking great, and it was great alongside one of their house brews. Rock Bottom makes good nachos too. Oh, that's, that's a good a, tip. That's a good one with beer nachos, something salty. I love a good just like a burger, just burger with a beer. Yeah, yeah that's classic. Emma, that that might be impossible to top a big cheeseburger. Some fries and a beer. I mean, a pretzel is great. Yeah. Get one of those big pub pretzels is a great, that's a great uh, brewery. I, you know, I haven't spent like a ton of times in, in breweries. I don't, um, in LA, there's like a few, but but I don't go to breweries a ton. I feel like maybe it's more of a, if I was in Boston, maybe I would, yeah. I would do more. Or like a brat, like a, a good brat, like a good sausage Ooh, yeah. or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, those are great. A, a dog, a good hot dog. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and, yeah. I'll, I'll just say, Mitch. There is a there. There are a ton of brew pubs and and breweries and microbreweries in Southern California these days. I just don't go. Yeah. I was making excuses. I, get it. Yeah, I just I get don't it. go. I don't go. I mean, also it's it's tough in L.A. The pub, you know, you got an Uber, and a lot of these places are far away. It's going to cost eighty dollars. It's just yes, they have the real estate. It's they have to be on the exurbs of the city. They have to be on the the outskirts, and mm-hmm. so. So yeah, it's you're usually going way out there. I think though Angel City is downtown, right? Yeah. There, yeah, there's one. There's one in, in like Modern a, Times. I think is too. 
Oh yeah, and Glendale has one too, right? The the there's Gold- Santa Monica Brewer Works. There is they're it Golden they usually Road? Just have a food truck outside. Is yeah, it- there's Golden Road is like a chain. There's a but there's a there's a few of them. Oh, it is a chain. Um, yeah. you know what I like to have in my brewery? You know what I like to drink with my beer, Nick? <laughs> Another beer. <laughs> Hell yeah. That's right. Oh uh, yeah. Beer. <laughs> Chug it. <laughs> wow, Emma. <laughs> Emma's, we shouldn't record on a Saturday, and Emma's out of her mind. I did drink last night for the first time in like two months, so I feel insane today. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> but that's that's it. I mean, I I think I think like you're saying, Emma, like a you got to go beef. You know, you want some sort of beef, or 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 you want like you know the the pretzel or nacho, something like a just salty, like savory food is what you want. Yeah, yeah. something something big, fried, maybe. Yeah. A big, a big pub burger. How are you supposed to beat that? That's yeah. Impossible. You want something yeah. that makes you a little thirsty? Compliments the beer. Yeah. I'll, I'll say also you you just get a and and Mitch I'm I'm curious as your take uh, on your take but as a bar pizza enthusiast sometimes a big slice I, of pizza is I great. can't believe that I I when uh, the question first happened but I was thinking of brewery specifically so I was like I guess you can't yeah. really get but at a bar I'm always getting bar pizza and buff chicken wings those 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 are like two big ones for me uh the the bar pizzas and, and buffalo chicken wings but. I also was thinking back to like when I used to go to Sonny McLean's Wags, a bar that you you went to, and I used to get like that's right. I used to I used to do uh what you call it the uh the mash the beef with mashed potatoes on top of it um shepherd's pie yes mm-hmm. um stuff like that is that shepherd's pie it is right yeah 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 that um, English pub food is great yeah or Irish but, pub food I mean well, it's all the same pub fucking food, shit all pub food. Irish thank you but but uh. But that doesn't count as brewery, really, right? Like, uh, I don't know. I, I think, I, I mean, it depends because if you go to a lot of brew pubs, they have full menus. Like, yeah. if you go to the the Stone uh, the Stone Brewery in San Diego, they have like they have like a, a full menu. They have a, they have a bunch of different stuff. They even have some like more like fine dining esque fare. So, it, 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 I I think the I think the I think it's a much broader spectrum of of options available. Uh, but let us know your favorites. Get as specific as you like. Hashtag BrewChew. And if you have a question or comment about the world of chain restaurants, you can email us at doughboyspodcast at gmail.com or leave us a voicemail at 830-GO-DOUGH. That's 830-463-6844. To get the Doughboys Double our weekly bonus episode, you can join the Golden or Platinum Play Club at patreon.com slash doughboys. Larry uh, Fong, what a great guy. What a, what a great guy. What a, gr- a great awesome. guy, a great guest. Great dude. Very great excited to him. have him on here. Yeah, and Emma, do you have anything you'd like to plug? The Tomorrow War out July 2nd. Oh, my God. No, I do. I need to stop. <laughs> <laughs> it was awesome. Emma, you rule. <laughs> All right. Emma does rule. That'll do it for this episode of Doughboys. Until next time, for the Spoonman Mike Mitchell, I'm Nick Weiger. Happy eating. See ya. Want more Doughboys? Check out the Doughscored, our Discord server. You get Doughscored access plus the Doughboys double when you join the Platinum Plate Club at patreon.com slash doughboys. That's patreon.com slash doughboys. Want to see the sources for this week's intro? Check the episode description. Tuesday, March 26th at 7.30 p.m. Pacific, the live finale of Munch Madness 2024, the Tournament of Champions 9, Dokiero Taco Bell, will be at the Dynasty Typewriter in Los Angeles. Join us there in person or via our live stream. That's right. And guess what? We got some great guests lined up. Mono Agapian. Wow. John Gabris. Wow. Betsy Sadaro. Wow. The Taco Bell crew has reassembled for this noble act 
deciding what is the ultimate Taco Bell menu item. You can see it in person. You can see it on the live stream. Get the tickets at the same place. Birdfuck.com. Birdfuck.com. Go to birdfuck.com. Birdfuck.com. That was a HeadGum Podcast.